everybody, and welcome back to We Bought a Mic, a pop culture flubcast mm. here mm-hmm. for Good Mic Hunting, a series on the films of Mr. Robin Williams, esteemed actor, esteemed scientist, professor. God bless you. Flub bless you. Flub bless me. Flub, thank you. (laughs) Welcome to the show, everyone. We're getting green. We're Hmm. getting... uh, Jiggly? Schlubbly. We are... uh, We're elastic. (laughs) We are... uh, Flying rubbery. We are... uh, What are all the things that he describes as flubber whenever he has his whole scene where he's describing You're the guy that writes down all these long-ass quotes. I wrote down more important quotes. Don't you worry about that. (laughs) Welcome to the show. My name's Ernest. I'm here to steal your fiance and make her my wife. Hmm. My name is Hunter. We'll elaborate on that in a sec. I'm Drew. Who is that directed towards? That could be literally anybody here. It's true. And joining us today, very special guest. Welcome back to the show, Gaia. How you doing? Uh, good. I just want to say this now before Drew does. Um, Flubber, I hardly know her. Damn! I forgot. It's been a minute, Gaia, since we've had since you on G-Force. the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. Uh, it feels like maybe not that long, but it feels like a long time. It uh, how year. long did we? Okay, One of the most last popular year? episodes of the We Bought Obviously. a Mike's illustrious history. I could have told you that. Mm-hmm. The G Force content was strong. We're we're in the depths of Robin right now, and that was the depths of Nick. And so it feels like we're in an entire new lifetime yeah. right now. The dog days of Flubber. Um, so Flubber. We're talking Flubber. <laughs> Maybe a lot more in common with G Force than we think. <laughs> no, yeah. I did during the Flubber Mambo, there's a point when they were all moving, and I was like, wow, if this were guinea pigs, this is pretty much what G happened. Literally, to G4. yeah. If only like if this was do, bugs, it would be cats. Could we movie. do an edit? <laughs> Of the black eyed peas, I've got a feeling over the flubber, the flubber mambo. (laughs) And then it really would just feel right at home. Danny Elfman didn't have to go this hard. (laughs) But he He, did that for us. He could have just cashed his check. You know, when when this movie starts and you hear the the kind of the overture, if you will. (laughs) um, I was like, man, I'm getting a lot of uh, kind of men in black vibes from this. I'm getting a lot of Raimi trilogy Spider-Man vibes here. And lo and behold right there i was waiting for it because you know we get an opening credit sequence i'm like there it is the man himself we we don't just get an opening credit sequence we get uh i want to say 14 minutes just based on how long it felt of science <laughs> jargon in the clouds in the clouds yeah nope has got nothing on these science clouds <laughs> man um and we don't just get danny elfman gets two credits right in these opening credits because he gets score composed original music composed by danny elfman and, and he also gets the flubber mambo by danny elfman yeah, he was like Incredible. you're putting them both yeah <laughs> you were putting both in the beginning credits <laughs> per per my contract per my last email um so we were talking before we started guy that um your your lovely husband here um <laughs> we what? uh the, Who is that one of the greatest things that drew did as best man at his wedding was Make sure that he was at the wedding. <laughs> yeah, I did. Drew, I really want to thank you because after watching Flubber, I see that like, it, th- it could have happened to me three times. It well, is, here's it's, the thing. Not, it's not a guarantee that the groom goes to every wedding. And yeah. I'm tired of 
our the modern stigma? media landscape okay. acting like men can just go places. All right. So let's let's just go out here. Let's just let's just get get the cat out of the bag here. Drew was not the first best man at one of my weddings, but every time that I missed a wedding, I yeah. had to pick a different person to be my best. Yeah, man. because the last one like quit. Yeah. Well, I, the first one was this robot that I invented. And, like, I didn't know that she was in love with me. I thought that we just she was a very helpful floating robot. That no, I constructed. She was she was absolutely horny as fuck. She did like force project into a woman. <laughs> and project herself over my bedside a few times but i just kept waking up and going eureka we should in so the middle of a dream i, and I have if, a lot of questions the, about so um, flubber is sort of the type of movie that you definitely remember the flubber part and then if you haven't seen it since you were a kid like this might all sound like nonsense because it is but it's <laughs> this is all in the movie no that's exactly how i felt because i was like when i was re-watching it the other day i was like like what the fuck it's I, all i remembered was flubber dancing and him shaking his butt and i was like yeah i'm gonna get a lot of that in this movie i got none. like six minutes of it total. No and i spent an hour and a half watching this like man who's definitely needs mental help miss his wedding a lot he is <laughs> sad. He's how unforgivably weird in this movie how like, disabled is not okay are we allowed to uh, say that Robin Williams. <laughs> well, he's is. he's neuroatypical. Okay. Um, he needs a lot of. He's an ultra mega genius. He has ADHD, which is fine because okay, he does try to do things to help himself. He's like, I will give these reminders to my robot, but it just the robot wants to fuck. But him the so problem much is that he programmed that he this robot to be a little bit too horny, mm-hmm. and you know maybe he made it but at a sadder point in his life. Has, I'm sorry. Even after <laughs> she has left. And she has created the backup of herself and is like, I took out my flaws. He still can't make it to his wedding. So like, <laughs> it didn't matter it. that he made this horny robot. Nothing mattered. He was never going to go. He he zoomed in, which was all we could really expect. Yeah. Flubber is the craziest. It is the craziest children's, like, I guess you could call it big budget for a kid's movie back then. That's mm-hmm. not fully animated. Like big cast, uh, big studio. Fucking John Hughes wrote it. Um, the man John Hughes really? entering his like needing to go away era. Yeah, kind of. It's it's beyond losing the fastball at this point. It made a hundred. It's been Roethlisberger last million. year. Yeah, uh, off an is eighty where budget. We're at with so eighty budget. Yeah, made a hundred eighty. Like the the sell of it is great. It's so it's based on a nineteen sixty one movie called The Absent Minded Professor, um, which I, just gets auto played after. This yeah, if on if Disney you watch Plus. it on Disney Plus, it'll come on afterward. I really. I recommend anyone who watches Flubber to watch that movie. It really informs a lot that goes on in Flubber. A lot of the things that happen in Flubber where you're like, this doesn't make any sense. It's because they're trying to do something playful with the original Mm -hmm. source content. However, the craziest shit in Flubber has absolutely nothing to do with the original. They just they decided to throw in this horny robot. There's, you know what that interest. You know who? There's no analog no, at all. Do you know who the doctor's best friend is in the movie? The friend, that, the companion that follows him around everywhere, like this robot does. It's a dog, hey. and the dog doesn't isn't smart. Is the dog like the like dog him like, the way we? Yeah, does, does, the dog like, is dog, what else? The dog like it's, it's implied. Absolutely, professor like puts peanut butter on himself and just does it. The dog is like trying to sabotage the wedding. It is. It, it's so the biggest. Uh, mind fuck like inexplicable element of the whole movie is entirely created by John Hughes. Why did he do it? Why did he do that? So I have a question. Why did he do that? Because 
you know, we talked about it on the Jack episode about how like Tropic Thunder like literally made an entire bit about like you never go full Jack. Mm -hmm. And really, like this movie is so much more unhinged than even Jack yeah. was. Yeah, because Jack, <laughs> Jack is at least like he's playing a child. Like there's the conceit of he's a he's he a 10 year old boy of just playing a child. But like, what is he doing? But in, in this movie? In, in Father's Day, we saw that that character that Robin was playing was like dealing with some type of mental disability. Like, And it's very broad, which makes it like, you know, even more offensive than it otherwise could be, because it's just like you're just doing a blanket like semi schizophrenia mania, something that we're not really going to nail down. And it's kind of a similar type of situation in this movie where it's just like this guy clearly has some type of problem, but yeah. we're not really going to put a pin in, in what it is. I would say a big a big problem. The reason it doesn't work for me in this movie with how because the movie starts, you, like you said, you get like 20 minutes of just like straight jargon from Robin. He is not speaking in human sentences. He is everything he's saying is so hyper stylized and like thesaurus pilled you know like i'm just thinking of john Hughes. like <laughs> he's a professor he has a bow tie so the reason it doesn't work is because robin williams isn't inherently charismatic he's charismatic because of who he is and how he can act mm -hmm. but if he's not acting charismatic he doesn't necessarily look charismatic so you lose you lose any reason to like him really quickly in this movie. You're I'm, you're really quickly like, I hate this guy a lot. I'm seeing Drew doesn't understand the brilliance of Flubber. Well, I do want to point out one and thing. And I'm so shocked and disappointed. I made a list of five things that made me very angry when I watched <laughs> Flubber. And I want to read Should them we do it? Go Should ahead. we do it now? Yeah. I just want to get it's it out. Five things so we can, that make you can, angry. You, know, about you seem really upset. The first thing, it's like in the first like minute. Um, I wrote, he sucks. Inventions <laughs> that crushes one coffee bean at a time made me mad. <laughs> what the fuck was that? You're a professor. You're like the so smart. You made you made flubber and like you cannot make like you can't just buy a coffee grinder. You can't make a <laughs> coffee, coffee grinder. More you have a machine that like, slams one coffee bean at a time. So that was angry. Wait, real quick before yeah. we go before we leave that thought. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't. Have I want to talk about. All the of the breakfast of podcast inventions should be based around your list. Okay, yeah. like you well, list one, and then we do twenty minutes. <laughs> so I have, analyze it. I could have written down so many more notes just about everything in his breakfast setup because, like, in theory, it looks sick. Yeah. Um, but and it's fun. It's fun directing. It's like it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse or the other movie that does that. What's the other one? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. No, but like it, it just made me laugh in particular. The pancake machine, the way that it looks. <laughs> And the sound effect it does is like shrimp, you know, from Teletubbies when yeah. it like poops out the little like the patties, the custard. Yeah, there we go. That's what it just looks like. Mm. This whole thing. And but, it's it's perfectly shaped. There's yeah. like no flaws in it. Just right on the skillet, which yeah. I guess he just leaves the oven on and just like at, or the stovetop on. And Why would he come over Trump the oven? He can't go to his own wedding. <laughs> if I had an A.I. that could make me a perfect plate of breakfast every single mo morning, I might act up. All right. You'd be like Lee. Lee, get the fuck the ring out. Back Honestly, here. I'm not making it to the wedding. <laughs> Weibo, I'm making flubber. Weibo could throw it back. <laughs> Yo, Weibo was like kind of dummy thick though. Like we don't we don't want to acknowledge like so she's curvy and all the right. So yeah, ways. Robin Robin has this robot sidekick he made, which is really way more impressive of a technology than flubber even is. It's a fully it's like the most remarkable AI. technology <laughs> on Earth in this Earth too in that universe. This movie is set in the 90s and. 
it has this weird throwback 50s feel to it because they're trying to like harken back to the original movie but it just makes it feel creepy the movie's like, like from the 30s though but it's set current no it's 61 61 yeah. okay and, but, and, so this movie is set in the 90s except like marcia gay harden is speaking with a transatlantic accent for no reason and and like the, people are wearing like hoop skirts and shit it doesn't they they did like halfway 60s but it's not set in the 60s it's a complete fuck up to me it also doesn't make sense like i was thinking while watching it i'm like wow like weebo is this incredible invention why don't you sell that to someone? Exactly. To I, Why did you created... have to do all this for Flubber, which is destroying your life? People are breaking into <laughs> yes. your home. Sell he, the robot that wants to. Like, the, he has created you. a sentient robot that also like invented like reaction gifts. <laughs> yeah, no, we, Weibo just Bumblebee, yeah, stole, Bumblebee stole its whole fucking bit yeah. from Weibo, and it is you're right because there's either there's two options here is that either a Robin Williams invented like the her robot that can just fully like yeah very her mimic uh like having feelings and like falling yeah. in love and stuff like a that. little little or, ex machina little Blade Runner twenty forty nine yeah or he created a robot that actually did gain full sentience either way uh this is the most powerful inventor in the history of mankind yeah, it's Skynet yeah it's, yeah well before you read the next item on your list. Can you just tell us, because we do this with every guest, your overall thoughts on Robin Williams? Is this kind of like your main Robin movie? Is this why you picked it? Or do you have kind of any other big Robin kind of milestones that you gravitate towards? I feel like this is kind of it. I mean, my dad's like a huge, huge, huge Robin Williams fan. Like, that's his favorite actor. So he's always like watching those movies. But Flubber was always like, oh, we have to watch Flubber. Like, I need Flubber. We have Flubber. to. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it worked. The whole thing of it was like funny little green guy for kid. I did watch Hook recently with Hunter. It's a solid little movie. It made movie. me cry really hard. Spielberg, yeah. Um, What else? Yeah, Doubtfire. Jumanji? Jumanji. That hurts. That's painful. Watching him be old made me so sad. Even if it's resolved in the end, I don't believe that. Have wow. you have you caught any of the other ones that we've been watching for the series? I know you saw Father's Day. Well, at least it, <laughs> I it hated existed that. while you were. I was just that like, was weird. Yeah, no, I didn't like that. But I do love. You Robin were in the so room much. with me whenever we watched Father's Day, and I think at the very beginning you saw Robin Williams like. In a joking scene, have a gun in his mouth, yeah, threatening I to kill himself. I really like, didn't oh, like that. Maybe we shouldn't. Like, ah. No, maybe so I just like got on my yeah, phone. Yeah, it's crazy. It all those movies and this movie especially really speak toward something that I think he didn't quite figure out about himself. Which it's kind of what I said earlier. Like he he is so naturally warm and like capable of acting warmly that like that's what we associate him with. But you really never feel it more than when he's not warm because yeah. then you you really run into a character like this where immediately he this he forgot his wedding. It's also not the first time he's forgotten his wedding. It's weird to watch him and not be like on his side yeah, and him not to be like exactly. And it every, feels uncomfortable. Every word he says it sucks. And also because he, he is it's Robin trying to play a weirdo. He's not likable. He's not the guy in the original movie is he looks like a movie star and like sounds and acts like a movie star. So like even when he's being annoying, you're like, wow cool guy <laughs> you know robin is capable of removing all of that because he's just talented like he brings all of that with acting not just with like natural like what he is so it i hate his bitch ass so much in this movie it's almost like mrs <laughs> I feel like you hate him so much more than like i don't know like i was just kind of like okay but like the robot like in the in the first half he got me not gonna lie because i'm like okay like this is a robot like yeah you know thing like to blame like it's not like him 
there's a moment in this movie when I realized there was a, a cartoon. Like it's just a live That's action cartoon. It, was it so, the bowling ball moment? It was. Oh, it was. <laughs> that was just triggering for me from working at a bowling alley. I was like, I can't get away from it. It was. Let's see what I wrote down. I wrote down. It is a cartoon. Three times left at, at the altar? Question mark. Is he disabled? Question mark. <laughs> this is a cartoon. And then right after that, Home Alone burglars. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, John Hughes loves some like, like unbelievably stupid stooges and he loves torturing them like beyond belief. I I wonder if he had like there was like a home invasion when he was younger and he was like, I got to get them back. Yeah, because he, he, he has like he's working out demons in these movies. I do. I will say. I miss goons in films. What happened to goons? We should bring back goons. I just, man, I think that I missed my calling. If I was born like 20 years earlier, I would have been a great goon. Hunter said last night he wanted to go to goon school. I want to go to goon school. I want to like. It's like sky high. I want to graduate. I want to like graduate with like a major, uh, a bachelor's in goonology with like a specialty in like mischief or something. You have to. um, Concentration. My concentration is burglary. You don't you don't call your teacher like, like Mr. Mitch. You call them boss. <laughs> <laughs> I think you you and me as like dumb goons. <laughs> yeah, I think we would make just I'm wearing I'm wearing an origami angel shirt. They're just right standing now. up for no reason. Can I be the dean of this goon school? You're the boss. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, you're I'm, I'm not boss. teaching. I'm not on the payroll of the You're staff. a non-employee. I'm the dean. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm picturing Drew and I just basically like a, a mice and men style, just going around. <laughs> <laughs> just hoping for I'm imagining us as the two, the two guys in the Safe Touch commercials on the radio. <laughs> so, hey, boss, they have that new Safe Touch security system. We're not getting in there. Yeah. Oh, I hate Safe Touch. That's those, me. Yeah, there you go. That's, those, that's it. those guys have a great podcast. Definitely. <laughs> the next in. podcast, can you guys just be in that character the whole time? Absolutely. So, so yeah, we get introduced to like a lot, of, like a big group of villains. Yeah, I, well, it's, a little, it's like it's like too many people. <laughs> Wait, too many. <laughs> also, why is first you're like, involved? do I not yeah. like the robot? Because his son's in the original, and it like makes more sense in the original. But in this movie, it's just like a vestigial, it's like just too much tuna. Yeah, it's like yeah. It, it's yeah. like those animals that have a tail, but they don't need it. It's just because evolution. <laughs> that scene, what, that scene when when the kid walks in and he's like, I was supposed to get straight A's, and then the goons come in. Yeah. I was like, I thought. This was a movie about flubber. Where is the flubber? <laughs> what? Where is the flubber? Because there is already so much conflict in him, like being a terrible fiance yeah. that has missed three weddings. Like that's that's a whole movie, right? Yeah, of course. And, and also, Christopher McDonald is bridging the gap of both of these plot lines because he is a villain. Like he's in with the goons, but also he is stealing Marsha Gay Harden. For what reason? I don't know. Because she kind of sucks too. Yeah, well, yeah she's okay. like a wet blanket. I honestly, she's she, yeah, she's really lame. So as bad as Robin is in this movie, like you just have to think what we don't see on screen. She has to be so much worse that she's that desperate for this man that she's like, yeah, no, it's totally worth me getting stood up. Uh, I mean, she's four times. She's a weirdo too because she's like another very smart professor. But she is, like I said, she's speaking in transatlantic voice and it's like really bugging me the whole movie because she also like she has like a fucking, you know, she has like the big like almost beehive. It's like, what year do you want me to think we're in? <laughs> um, and she yeah, she's sort of she's boring. Christopher McDonald is great. I he's love very him. Hot. Scooter he's, good wow. For him. Yeah, he's 
I don't know why. Okay. Even as a kid, I was like that. No, guy. you're you're onto something. I am. Um, <laughs> in, the, in the TV show Hacks, he is a much older man. Can you look at like just give me like a genre of his photos, like a he's just, yeah. He's only ever been that guy in every but, movie, but in he's his only older, he's always been forty five. He's always a dick like he was born forty five. In Hacks, oh, yeah. in Hacks, he has settled into like a sixty plus pushing seventy mm. look, yeah, and it suits him really well. And the character that oh, he yeah. is playing is oh. like. You can tell he still gets. Uh, oh, he's yeah. He still yeah. gets Look at that. it. Running he's, through it. Yeah. He, yeah, like he's he, you know, because nice. he he be kind of fucking with uh, Gene Smart. And yeah, like, yeah, go for it, Gene. She's like in love with him. <laughs> yeah, and I, like, I wouldn't tell Gene him. to just fuck anyone. You know, I don't like when Flubber shoots out of his butthole. Flubber. I know this is the kids, really but he was really I wish that Flubber shot into his. So that well, that's another moment that 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 comes a lot later. But it's it's a cartoon. Yeah, the problem is it needs to just be a cartoon then. Because it doesn't feel right, like being live action, but having these weird, uh, these weird like lack of stakes of like injury and stuff that that works in Home Alone, where like they're these you know the two goons in that movie are getting pretty brutally injured and just keep getting up, but that's about it. In this movie, a lot of really horrendous stuff happens to people. Uh, the bowling ball <laughs> like flies to the sky, comes down at like terminal velocity, like probably hundreds of miles an hour, and it hits them and goes. Dunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, Robin, Robin like throws himself out a window, and that fall would kill any man. Yeah, because yeah. Flubber falls out of his spine. pocket, and he yeah. just like lands on his back. He's like, huh, it's just it's it's, an, it's like Looney Tunes. Like it's literally yeah. like Honestly, it's a guy yeah. getting crushed by an anvil. Yeah, like it's it and shouldn't. It's, exist I guess for, the issue with that is like that makes sense in movies that are more integrated with cartoons. Like like if you were doing like Roger Rabbit or something, because there is a cartoon. That, Flubber's like hardly in it, but, and he's like also less of a cartoon than that. Like he is pretty, you know, he's three D. He's meant to be of the real world. I feel like we've had this criticism on a number of Robin Williams movies now because I know for a fact we said the same thing about Popeye, where it's like they're trying so hard to make this live action, yet it still is trying to be a cartoon and feel like a cartoon. Yeah. But it's it ends up in this like really weird kind of. This it's bizarre. this uncanny valley yeah. between and the it's two. also a lot of it is a John Hughesy thing where like as John Hughes's career went on, uh, you know, in the, we can we, I'm sure most people are familiar with this man's filmography, but it's like one of the one of the most iconic filmographies. Oh, yeah. Maybe not Bre- greatest, but Breakfast Club, um, almost every candles, almost every iconic uh, teen movie of the 80s. He goes into the 90s and he shits out Home Alone, which is like and Home Alone too, which are just like internationally some of the biggest children's movies ever uh and as he goes along his movies get more and more condescending to me like more he thinks less and less of children to me like thinking his audience in general yeah yeah like he i was watching it like he must think that kids are really stupid (laughs) (laughs) and he's right because like i remember enjoying the flubber part like but it wasn't enough like i just can't Maybe it's because like being a child having a short attention span, but I didn't realize like how much I had blocked out. Like yeah, you just don't I only it. thought about Flubber, and I feel like almost like I made up in my head Flubber was way bigger because then when I watched it yeah. recently, I was like, "Where is he? He's where, tiny. where is he? He's really small. Not even that big, but just like he's big in my heart, and I thought oh. he was gonna be like." all over the movie i don't know and i thought with the resolution yeah. there was gonna be more than him just kind of like splatting against no. the window to tra- they just keep traumatizing that child which is a very funny story so, <laughs> yeah. i love that that was actually i think the best part of the movie he that kid grows up to be like jeff bezos or, like, or something yeah, the joker <laughs> yeah <probably>. ben shapiro <laughs> no no place in between those two so it, it just 
I think that a, a huge fix for this movie that would fix this issue, the fl- the flubber problem. <laughs> we need to talk about flubber. <laughs> we need he needs flubber. in the, part of the reason that the little flubber dance sequence is cool is because flubber is personified in it. It like has a form that has like a sort of a head and like a body. Yeah, and there's like girl You're seeing flubber. It move around. And it has there's a per- sexy. lots there's She's lots also. of flubbers. Mm. And and because of that, Flubettes, it like it like seems sentient like it's moving around and stuff like you can tell it's and like, he's making you, little noises why doesn't why doesn't the flubber just kind of have that in this movie why isn't the flubber a little bit more of like a thing like yeah. the flubber the flubber in this movie is pretty just like it's a plot device it's like whatever he needs it to be in that moment right like what if the flubber could kind of like make little like like little noises <laughs> yeah. to communicate like i wish he was more of a sidekick i wish that instead yeah, of like Weebo, it's not I wish character like it would be flubber. exactly yeah the flubber mm. is just like an item in the movie well, except I, for that one part i wouldn't take Weebo out of the movie because Weebo that, that made you horny that made you want to act up well there's too much Weebo. like once we start to get into like Weebo becoming a real girl um <laughs> i was like what the hell i thought on? i was watching flubber like where is flubber but the fact that there is like this snarky like kind of psychotic robot that sabotages the wedding because she wants the man to him to herself. That's a great wrinkle in the story. I don't mind that at all. Uh, when it starts, when the movie starts to become all about that is when it's just like, why wasn't this why? movie called Weibo? <laughs> um, it's also the, the total imbalance because they're trying to go for this cartoon, like slapstick three-year-old type thing. Which, by the way, that's not demeaning. It's like slapstick is, you know, funny if it's good. But like that, but then a really emotionally complex situation with like a robot, like what is human? You know, it's mm-hmm. asking these types of questions. There, You have to like meet in the middle of those two things. I also um, don't like how they never really like, there's no like resolution of Weibo deleting these events in the calendar leading to like the breakup. Like, well, yeah, really. It's, it's just like we just she, we have to have empathy for her dying. It's because she gets this one that one like retribution moment where yeah, she, because she goes to her house at night. Exactly. But, which like, is weird. That's not that's still not like she still was like baiting Robin Williams character into drop like showing his feelings. And yeah, that's it's some just, redemption. But like she really why, was like ruining this man's why life. Does she have an arc. <laughs> I don't like it. Why does the Weep West we have a whole like We both got too sense. much. It's, There's it's more really character strange. development in Weebo than anyone else in the movie, which is weird. Weebo also uh the visuals have held up really great, by the way. Weebo looks awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um Weebo looks better than Flubber and Sub. They must have built a real a real robot and just kind of had it on like a I think I think it's yeah, pretty like superimposed. Yeah. There's uh, some shots that are but don't look as good as others, but it's still so does hold, hold on though. What's number two on your list? Thank you for asking. Um, so two and three are both about Sarah because she That's drove the me fiance. up a fucking wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, Marsha Greyheart. Number two. How did Sarah not notice that Weibo was praying for her downfall? Uh, <laughs> girls always know when another bitch wants their man. And then I put the side eye emoji. I had that same thought. I know as soon as someone likes Hunter, I can like, I spot it. And I'm like, no, that's weird. <laughs> you got stood up at your wedding three times. You didn't notice. Hey, this man who has super bad ADHD. Should I just be at his, his house before the wedding and drive him myself? No, right, well, she right. doesn't. She can't be at his house before the wedding because she's working. Oh, actually, here. Part number three. 
um, she, why are you putting your wedding dress on at school in your office? That made me really mad. I, I was like, so you both are spending too much time at your job. They, they so don't, I thought they don't, about this. They don't live together, right? Yeah, yeah no, they no, don't live together. They've never had sex It's, it's again, it's like a very like like 50s nuclear family types thing, but we were set in the 90s for no reason at all. Here's my but theory. Why was her dress on at work? Why no, don't you, she, so she has a house. Have, we see that she's, she has a there's home? Some, she's a little narrow atypical. Well, I have a They're theory about this. I've been, I've been thinking about this. I think that on the first wedding that yeah, they originally scheduled, this is my theory, yeah. he they both took the day off. They were fully planned. They As had a rehearsal do. dinner. They had the day off. She was ready to go. Maybe even round two, she took the day off. I think that round three wedding, she's like, fuck it. I'm not going to take off. I'm not going to use any. She used all her PTO because yeah. it's standing her up. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like you go you go from uh attempt number one it's like 99.99 percent chance that this <laughs> wedding true. is gonna happen attempt number two it's like all right maybe maybe 50 55 yeah, yeah like we'll, we'll keep fair. it we'll it keep it pretty hopeful. dramatically we'll keep it on the hopeful side attempt number three it's like i'm working with like 10 20 percent you know like, like are people even coming to this wedding like no at this point like her, why can, would you can you imagine being like her sister you're like you gotta, you gotta get away. Like, a, like a really old grandparent they're like they're like i'm not gonna be around much longer like this is it and they're just like wow like you really like he needs to show up like, yeah like guy work. you're you're a bridesmaid like this is like one of your be- best friends and you <laughs> it's like try number four well this is we're stepping on the categories with that one with what would you that's do. a great yeah never mind um but yeah, the the scene that you mentioned of when the robot comes in through the window, the way Sarah greets the robot was like, I I know this is a cartoon and like we're not really supposed to think critically about it, but the lightning bolt that went off in my brain was like, bitch, you better slap this robot yeah. out of your window right <laughs> I would, now. And she's like, so just like ready to be like, yeah, just come in. Let me just open my screen. Like so like casual about it. And I was just like. <laughs> don't you think like wouldn't you be mad at her too just like i don't know like i would just be mad just her being associated with the man that keeps missing my wedding i was yeah. like i don't want you in my house and just Maybe. walking in through your window like and that showing just a floating video, in. Just floating a video of him in. confessing his love it's like if he likes me so much show up to the wedding or the last three yeah well, to that point, when when she like ascends to robot heaven or whatever the fuck <laughs> happens there, um, Chrome hell, <laughs> uh, it, she's like a uh, Blade Runner. Her uh, Hal from two thousand one. I don't even know what the fuck is going on, but she professes her love to Robin, and Sarah's sitting right there, right there, and yeah. it's just like. Yeah. Lady, come on. And then agrees to be like, yeah, we'll raise her little wee bet baby. Again. She can call me mommy. Yes. Yeah, Lover's like, your brother. <laughs> like, again, what? how down bad is Sarah right now? I want to know what Sarah's life is like outside the I confines th- of this movie. Because it's it's got to be like so sad. I think it's actually maybe it's not about her life so much as it is about the fact that Professor Brainerd has great dick. I don't <laughs> think he's ever had sex. You think yeah. he's lame? No, but hype. She goes to McDonald like immediately. She's pouring bottles of wine like within 48 hours think, of calling off the wedding. OK, so the other option, it's either a she's down bad, which I think there's an element of that regardless. B is that she's so smart that she's like, this guy is literally the smartest person who's ever existed. Yeah. I need to lock this shit down. Right. Before like he actually does 
have a big break and then just gets like some other. Well, she jumps chair. right back on it when the flying car comes in the picture. She's like, oh, I'm ready to <laughs> like, well, let's go attempt number four car. So I yeah. guess that's it. Can I? I'd overlook some things what? if somebody showed up. With, you showed up with flying car. Go ahead. So I was sitting here thinking. There's fan fiction of everything. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, let's go, <laughs> baby. So Weebo, did you own, find this on your notes app? <laughs> it's gonna. It's definitely, when I read the description, it is going to sound like something I wrote. But it's not me, I promise. I wish. Um, Professor Brainerd's fourth wedding. The summary is, after failing to get Sarah back, Professor Brainerd settles for a relationship with the one person who has always been there for yep. him, dot, dot, dot. Even if that person is a robot he invented. Yeah, of course. Is there fan it's art to go along with bet. this? He marries- no, but a note from the author says, um, happy birthday. That doesn't make sense. And then it says, all- <laughs> it says also, someone should take away my Disney Plus subscription because this is what happens when I have access to a bunch of movies slash shows I have otherwise never would have ever heard of. This is what happens when oh, so I get to watch kids the movies. end of the work for more notes. There's another note that says, this is probably the third worst thing I've written after the Minions and Sue's Canal fix. Fucking Whoa. what? Right, Sue's need- Canal fix. We need Man, to I need more. Crossover, we seems. have to give credit to this artist. So They uh, are, what's their name? The Lavender Creator. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so we're going to be doing some, this is not some light to my reading before sexy time six, tonight. Uh, mm. 12 inches apart, 625. It's me and 625. We work at a Subway restaurant. From Lilo and Stitch. 65 from the Lilo and yeah, Stitch Oh, I'm sorry. I, everyone always um, already knows that, Drew. So. Yeah, Experiment that's Experiment 626. Five, um, 625, 626 is Stitch. So, oh, sorry. Um, an, <laughs> Another issue that I have with this... <laughs> With the cartoon, I'm going to start flubber. everything that I say. I'm going to start with that. <laughs> it so uh, uh, the the plot line that's driving what Robin is up to in this movie is not just Marsha Gay Harden. It's that he works for this dinky, shitty little college for some reason that's getting shut down. This is Marsha Gay Harden. The thing is, also he would be an awful professor, though. Well, if oh, he literally walks into the wrong class. <laughs> oh my! So and they're so, naked. Oh, like, this is normal. Dude, also, okay. I, no, I forgot what? how. I wanted to crawl I, on I my was skin so while I was watching mad. it. I literally put my head under the pillow because I, I was like, why I was are you not like, noticing? I was like, okay, let's, let's just, okay. It lasts for way too long. We're just get to the joke. It it lasts for way too long. Fuck. I have so many questions. What is this school? What, it's, so it's, it's a not, liberal arts college. It's not quite Ivy League, but like also this man could just be a professor at a smarter school. But if you looked at their basketball team, you make it makes you think that it's just like a it's school just full like, of nerds. I feel like it's like a community college almost like it because like the, the good school is the one that they all work at. Like the, the villains Rutland. are behind. Um, yeah. Then why? So, so but the the billionaire son again, his dad is a billionaire. Uh, I hate to like break news on this podcast, but you can just buy your way into any college. Like not that's if you're fine. Lori Loughlin and you go uh, to prison. Well, so in he, the '90s, you could. Well, that's yeah, the right. pre Lori Loughlin. Is this? In, am I getting it right that that uh, Professor Brainerd works at one shitty college and then everyone, every villain, I, every villain, and then I thought that Sarah also worked at the good one, but no, no, Look, Sarah works at. At the at college, the shitty one. But then, well, yeah. how does the evil guy know Sarah? If he works at Rutland and that's the rival school, how do how does they go? They all go way back. They, there's an exposition dump the first time that we meet Chris uh, Christopher McDonald, where he's just like, you know, the difference between you and me is I'll never have your smarts, but I know how to sell your ideas. And you, mm. well, no, here's and you're like, here's the other thing with that is 
he has way better ideas for what to do with Flubber. He wants to like solve the energy crisis with Flubber. <laughs> yeah. If you actually listen to what yeah, he's saying. Yeah, Robin it's... Williams is like, tires go high. Yeah, Robin's <laughs> like, ha my, my Let me go fly. to Ford. <laughs> he... He also does the basketball thing because that's also like just doesn't make sense. If you want to get your girlfriend stupid. back, why is cheating going to help? He, you it's also it's like, cool. He there it's are so Space Jam just came out a year. Early. Yeah, we are right in the height of Michael filming. Jordan. Well, no, exactly. So I don't know if they necessarily knew like Space Jam was doing the same kind of thing because Space Jam came out in 96. Yeah, but Club Michael Jordan was it's, in the air. It's yeah, not that, like, though. It's because the original movie does this. Yeah, that's what Guy was it's saying, all over too, the original. It's basketball. Yeah, so, it's, like, it's still the same thing about the basketball. Well, no, Jerry West. The thing is, though, in the original movie, it makes a lot of sense because this guy, like, really, like, Professor Brandon in that movie, like, stands his college. He, like, roots for them. He's like, oh, I want to fuck over this other college. I want to beat their ass. In this movie, he doesn't care about basketball at all. He doesn't really know anything he's, about basketball. He's really. literally just like, I need to prove to Sarah that Flubber's real and she will believe. <gasps> he also thinks that she will like see this. Well, and also he's right. She should see this and be like, oh, the Flubber's real. Yeah. Also, she's just like, this is normal. Even though like Chris McDonald's literally screaming like that's obviously cheating. And she's like, oh, shut up. <laughs> like, yeah. It's yeah just, just, it makes more sense in the original because he really gives a shit. I did say like, I did. It feels way more natural. I did write down my notes that using Flubber in a basketball game is kind of Belichickian. That it's it's bending the rules. It's like, well, there isn't a rule that I can't use flubber. Yeah, the, there isn't a rule that I can't film the other team's practice. The ref, the ref is like, there ain't no rule that says you can't jump too high. Yeah, yeah. Like, and the guy's like throwing his whole body through the net at the end, and they're like, yeah, that's totally that's fine. fine. They're like these people cool, are seeing I, the craziest basketball that any person has ever witnessed. And they're just but like, yeah, fair, good, good score, good two so points. They're so nerdy that they're yeah. just so excited they find. They, get they don't care how they're exactly. like these guys are what losers. If, right. I just wish that my ass was so fat that I could just follow my ass and then propel my body forward twenty seven feet in the air to remember score a in the when they're in like the library of the rich evil mansion. And there is the big fight sequence where they use Flubber to win. <laughs> Which I know this all sounds fake. What a real like, sentence. And then Robin happens. Williams says this thing where he like rubs Flubber on his ass. So yeah. <laughs> Everyone off. bounces off his ass. <laughs> he's like going back and forth. I don't know, man. That was kind of cool. Well, so, they need to. They like need to Flubber find. Sequence. They what what they're doing is they need to find sequences to incorporate Flubber into the story without actually doing any type of heavy vfx so or or like heavy like writing (laughs) (laughs) no but the the cream like the the whole cream thing is like how do we do flubber without actually showing flubber so that's actually number four on my list is um freaking me out that he's using crystallized flubber mixing with hand cream and doing things like rubbing flubber all over bowling ball why did he do that is, is the flubber <laughs> is the flubber in pain when it is divided that much? well yeah, yeah i want to see i want to zoom in on the it cream is probably, it's and it's like mumbo. yeah it's, it's like all, all tiny like, so yeah. that's that's Little the guys. thing flubber's like i i just don't have the energy of mambo today <laughs> I've this just been sucks. I've been split apart too many times. It also it sort of leads into how I think the flubber should have more sentience because the flubber does what he wants it to do. So it clearly has a mind. Like w- like he when he puts flubber on like his hand or foot or whatever, 
he becomes the world's best hacky sacker. That doesn't make sense unless the flubber is helping him. Yeah. You know, because the, the flubber naturally would just make it go high or whatever. You know the chamber when like the flubber, <laughs> the flubber chamber when he's like in the library <laughs> and he's like checking in. He's like, are you OK? And flubber's kind of like looking around nervously and like makes a little noise. Oh. It's like we're finally getting like some sort of emotion like flubber's has thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Like he's acknowledging like flubber could be scared. Right. Exactly. They didn't say that the whole movie. No. Why? Why isn't flubber? That, the whole movie character? should be about that. The movie's called flubber. It's called it should, it's be, it should little be about flubber. flubber. It feels so simple, right? I, so it feels like I don't know. Skipping ahead a little bit to the flubber mambo. Yes. Which is <laughs> by far the best to. part of the movie. An incredible. <laughs> we're going to talk about it. I have a I have a special category for this for this podcast. Uh, but the flubber mambo. You're right. It might be one of the best moments of the entire movie. And I have a theory about it. Elfman goes in. Elfman, he did not pops, go that hard. Pops off. What's a case have, story? It's at the end. We give out like little awards. Oh, look, okay. yeah. yeah, little, little awards. Okay. Superlatives. Um, you didn't prep I, your wife I, on I the know, details so, of the listen, fucking case. To be fair, I, I don't need to prep Neopets, my wife, so oh, Ernest. A She's a human being. <laughs> she can prepare herself if she wants to. And I won't. Yeah. Um, so... The Flubber Mambo. I have a theory about this, that this whole scene was just tacked on in post. This was all just added in there. They realized they took the first cut of this movie and uh, Disney was like, cool. That's fun. Nice time, John. Um, And whoever the hell who's the director of this movie? John Hughes. No, Les Mayfield. Oh, sorry. sorry. Mayfield. So Hughes Um, just wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. Him and him and Bill Walsh. He he not, dictated not it. No relation. The, not related to that. He dictated it out loud, and somebody else wrote it down. Sure. Um, this scene has no bearing on anything in the rest of the movie. Well, it everyone's feels, home alone. It feels like a scene that should have like a cat in the hat style moment where they get home and the whole house is wrecked because Weibo let Flubber out. Uh, they don't. But they just there's no consequences to it whatsoever. No. So it feels like they like took the first cut of this movie and they're like, that's cool. Fun family film that you made here, Les. Uh, where's Flubber? <laughs> and so then they're like, uh, they had to call back up their buddy Danny and say, hey, do you got a banger in you? Yeah. Do you got yeah, a bomb exactly. in you? They didn't even call. The, they didn't even call uh, Hughes or anyone. There's no writing. <laughs> there's in no it. writing. There's no they actors. Just, they just called up the, the VFX entire- team and they were like, hey, remember how you were supposed to do the flubber? They just do that. <laughs> just like do two, that. Two and a half have, minutes. Like, a lot of little flubbers dancing. We're going to have a very tiny uh, like <laughs> theater seating spot where the a little flubbers are going to watch more little flubbers do a synchronized dance. <laughs> it rocks. It also it's makes great. no sense where it comes in the movie. <laughs> it does. It. Yeah, it's all it's silliness. The movie just feels pretty disjointed in general. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's just confusing. Like this is going to sound so it's going to sound annoying. But the whole movie, I was thinking of that one quote. That's like it's supposed to be like a Michelangelo quote where it's a, it's about sculptures and it's like. Oh, it, making a sculpture is easy. I just like I take the block and then I remove everything that's not the sculpture. Mm-hmm. Like easy. You you get David. Wh- that's what you're supposed to do. Like you flubber. Just t- like you start with flubber and and like stupid professor and you remove everything else. This isn't the movie, man. Like this is not the fat is not trimmed off of this thing. Like the whole movie is just like really, really weird, superfluous material that has nothing to do with the entire selling point, which, by the way, also it's not like it's just like, oh, 
the flubber that would get old. No, it wouldn't. That's cool as hell. You can make five movies it's of flubber. It's only an hour and a half long movie too. Like it's short. Yeah. It's like a short movie. Also, they there's in. there's there's like a very basic uh, like dumb brain enjoyment of guys getting knocked around through windows. Yeah, dumb guys. Not that either. It's only Skins. for like a very short. Like everything that has potential to be very good. Does, you get very little of that and then we're dragged out parts of Robin Williams not knowing what the fuck is going on. Look, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I'm 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 going to I'm going to give you a little bit of a measurement here. All right. Last night I saw the movie Bodies Bodies Bodies. Oh, which objectively is a better movie than this, but I enjoyed a lot less than Flubber. But I had more yeah, fun. Okay. Flubber and, like Pete Davidson cannot be Flubber, Here's but Flubber could be Pete Davidson. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. <laughs> who's who's hotter though, Christopher McDonald and Flubber or Lee Pace and Bodies Bodies Bodies? A hundred million percent Lee Pace. Well, who's hotter, Lee Pace, uh, who is six foot five, by the way, for the for the audience at home? Hunter's been um, really into Lee Pace. A, a god lately. amongst men. Yeah, I, he finally, it, he finally it, came it, out it publicly that he's married. Uh, yeah, I forget, I forget the dude's name, but um, um, good for Lee. He came out that he's a sex. Bomb. It came out that he's six foot five. Um, <laughs> Hunter said that there's a shirt that says Lee Pace is six foot five and he wanted to buy yeah, it. Yeah, shout out to Super Yaki for making uh, shirts and booty shorts that say yep. Lee Pace is six Are foot five. Are they like Coochie Daddy shorts? Like I hope so. Or shorter? Baby, Those I need to be so. like a three inch seam. Bodies, yeah. bodies, bodies, bodies needed more Lee Pace just like Flubber needs more Flubber. Yep. Mm. Yeah, because it, it, it's in the title, Bodies. Lee Pace, when yeah, I, Pace, when you say bodies. that, I'm like, oh, so Lee Pace. Yeah. <laughs> You say bodies, I'm thinking it's of Lee Pace's body. It's very small parentheses, but it's like says bodies, 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 six foot five. <laughs> um, it's, so uh, I had I had I had a, a big question, kind of going back to a conversation we had before we started recording, which is the birth of Flubber, um, which we realized is makes him a Scorpio. Scorpio, interesting. We're assuming. Um, uh, yeah, we did some. We there's we did no some confirmed month and date, but we we but have a general a season. Vibes, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Attitude. <laughs> yeah, like he like he seems like he like stalks people online a lot, and he's very emotional. <laughs> well, I do want to. Um, okay, I just I want to be I want to be inclusive here about the correct pronouns for Flubber because we have established that Flubber is a they them. He's the he um, they of the day. He they she. Yeah, Flubber Flubber takes many forms. Right, infinite so, forms. So here's my question. This movie um, starts out pretty quickly with the birth of Flubber, which I'm, I'm very happy about. I'm happy that within the first few minutes we get Flubber action. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking um, I'm, I'm strapping thinking, in. Fuck Sarah. I hope he doesn't go to this wedding because I want to see him make Flubber. Also, Flubber's in your house. So why would you leave your house? I want to hold Flubber. I want to see Flubber. Sarah's yeah. weird. Sorry, right. Sarah. Flubber's cool. So here's the question. Was he trying to make Flubber or is horrible or is Flubber a horrible freak accident? Is Definitely it specified freak accident, freak accident but yeah. then he started tweaking the freak accident to make exactly what he wanted is my guess. Cause it's not specified like what he's trying to do. It's just a bunch of nonsense on a computer screen. He's like, Oh, if we combine the elasticity, it's so, it's so annoying. <laughs> it makes the amount of jargon. He says, I have Drew's a couple of movie. quotes Drew, pulled up here. Drew and says I was that like, Flubber's no, good. Nice. <laughs> Drew loved it. It's just I hate that photo, Hunter. Hunter has this photo of when he's stretching Flubber over <laughs> I'm, his face. I'm gonna send yes. this photo to you guys of, of oh, it's the Robin it's Williams awful. stretching his yes. face. Oh, it's that so good. is I think uh Mambo aside, 
the best part of this oh, whole that's, movie. That's I one of the like nominees. It, I feel like he was that's like molesting of, flubber. I have a, <laughs> I have a nom- I have one of the categories is going to be best flubberism. Um, and this is one of the nominees. Best best line by flubber. Best use of flubber. Man, I wish I would have known I would have made flubber awards. Man, got time. I we, yeah we got some um, time. Yeah, time. Um, another another weird thing that I noticed. This is like as an aside. Um, weird directing choice. I guess it kind of plays into the idea that this is just a cartoon, but so many scenes are clearly they're shot on set. Like they, they are shooting, uh, you know, in an empty basketball stadium when he first enters or whatever, but it is lit so harshly that it looks like it's a green screen. Yeah. And it, I cannot imagine deciding to do that on purpose because it looks so jarring. There are scenes where like you, like Robin is squinting and you can (laughs) tell it's because there's, a huge key light right above his head and yeah. then no fill light it's so harsh well are you t- are you referring specifically to the scenes in that mansion the, no well the mansion the basketball stadium and then uh the lab they okay, all okay yeah if you look pay attention because the, the mansion the he, mansion more so than anything else is like that could have been a mansion for all i know but it just looks it like looks a set. bad no that, <laughs> yeah that could either way even if it's a set though you you could light it like normally it's so, so it's like he's like shiny in this movie in a lot of scenes. He's so like like you have to you're like Jesus, Robin. I so this guy Les Mayfield who made this movie. Um, yeah, run it not, run through the uh, not exactly the most uh, the most iconic or prestigious filmography I'd say in the world. Um, he made a bunch of like TV shorts and documentary featurettes and stuff. Uh, like his first role was a documentary short about 2010. Uh, you know, the sequel that they made to 2001. Um, yeah, he made a documentary based on the sequel that is maligned. It was, Um, it was the, it's, it's on the character that inspired the toy. Uh, he made Encino Man, which is, uh, do you have you guys ever seen Encino, Encino Man? It's about no. the caveman. Uh, it's Polly Shore, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's about like a frozen caveman, or, or no, it's a yeah, Polly Shore, Sean Astin. Um, it's not very sounds like good a banger. What I remember about it, uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the which re- is the re remake. Yeah, re remake. Um, I've actually, I think that I've seen this one. I don't really have any thoughts on it. Um, and then he made Flubber, uh, Blue Streak. And then his last movie that he made was in 2007, a movie name, codename, colon, The Cleaner. Is that a is that part of the Mr. Clean cinematic universe? It is a Cedric the Entertainer uh, film. Oh, okay, Yeah, that is a very 2007 movie. Um, So not I you're thinking like, oh, John Hughes This is a John Hughes film. It's like, well, not not quite. Not not almost. so going back to the 2010 uh, connection, I brought up Hal, the the evil AI from 2001. Um, is Hal a more evil AI than Weibo? Where does Weibo rank in the pantheon we- of evil AIs? Weibo. The thing is, they do give Weibo a redemption arc. I don't give a fuck. It's just not good enough <laughs> of an arc. You know, it it you it doesn't make you forgive. Weibo her. is a psychopath. Yeah, I Weibo, think that Robin made me cry over her. Like if Robin Williams was in the movie, 
I would not have cried. I'd be like, I'm glad you're fucking dead. But because it's Robin, I was like actually crying last night in bed watching. Club what well, he was, I, he was I, well, really like that. They okay. really played that scene they, out. Like, like, like I did write, really I did bad. write that down. That was one of my it was notes. So dramatic. Robin's really fucking crying about this robot. Yeah, yeah. like Robin acted. He's the hell I was out just like, that. I just need to plug you in. Like you need to be charged. I was like literally like, oh my god. I was like holding my dog. And they really, they, yeah, they put like five yeah. minutes into her dying. I was mostly crying because I thought the movie was about Flubber. <laughs> would would this movie have been better if Flubber was fully sentient and then Flubber's like, all right, Weebo, I need to come back inside. And Weebo's like, I can't do that, Flubber. <laughs> <laughs> and just Flubber has to I'm exist afraid I can't let you do that, Flubber. <laughs> um, Flubber's trying to actually make sure that Robin Williams gets to his marriage on time. <laughs> it is nice, like, you know, with like Awakenings, it was like, wow, we got to see... Yeah. Like we got to see Robin and Robert Zinio act together. We did get to see Robin act with Flubber before he. Yeah. <laughs> God, thank God. What? What other thing? I, what other thing I wanted to bring up is uh, with the flying car. We haven't talked enough about the flying car, but like it really uh, it comes up way too much. It's well, it's that's the type of thing where like in the original movie, it's like yeah, that would be the craziest thing you could think of in 1961. Yeah. It's like in the 90s, like well, that's but no it's longer. Like, but like Back the to the floating future robot existed. that's in love with you, that's not. Yeah. like we're not going to touch what on that. Mean? That's like very. No, normal. I'm, I'm going to make Please. my freaking Model T fucking. It's <laughs> no. That, so why does he drive that? You think he would drive like a jalopy? Like does he have time to look at nice cars? No, he's, he's like, just like I want a T bird. <laughs> like if that's what he's doing with his. It's a nice car. The thing is, though, that, yeah, in a post Back to the Future world, every scene with this flying car is like, man, you're just trying to be Bobby Z right now. Yeah, audiences are like, I i don't need to see a car fly. I saw a car go back in time. <laughs> like, that's you're you're not going to yeah. become a more iconic car traveling movie. Yeah, but the scene where they're kind of like him and Weeb are kind of having a little bit of a romantic moment in the clouds little bit of Aladdin vibes here. I can show you the world. Um, I thought something might happen there. I thought I was like, going to have to, like you know. Like some roadhead or like some sky. Yeah, I thought I was going to have to cover. Head. The way she uses like sky like head. clips to react. She, she starts using porn on her, <laughs> on her screen. She's like moaning. So, wait, I want to talk He's about. He's like using that flubber hand cream. We're like, no, no. I <laughs> So guys, that would technically be a three-way then with Flubber. Oh, I don't Are think we bringing in Flubber? Flubber? Are we bringing him into the situation? Because well, no, well, that's is... his son. So as established <laughs> at the end of the movie. Wait, does that mean that uh, Christopher McDonald like broke Flubber's uh, virginity? <laughs> I think Flubber broke Christopher. Flubber, <laughs> Flubber <laughs> violated Christopher McDonald. Shut out. That, that so man should have perished he's in yeah. that moment. Wait, he he might have. You don't see him body. again. Maybe he's he shot out dead. his damn asshole. What if, as you know, you see the newspaper at the end that's just like local man There's saves cool on the backside. It's just like man's asshole exploded by flying rubber. Like, yeah, it is like I was my mouth was fucking open watching that. I was like. The flubber is going through his whole cold. McDonald. I, like I was hoping it'd come out of his mouth, but I just knew it didn't. I was just like, please, please, please let me miss it explodes part. out of his butt. Like, come out of his mouth. Flubber. McDonald <laughs> acts the shit out of right. that scene. Huh? He does. His I eyes get I love huge. him. Yeah, it's so good. Shooter McGavin, he's a fucking legend. Yeah, he's like, uh, it's like, all right, buddy. You got flying rubber. You got flubber all In up colon. down, going all the <laughs> up way in them down. guts. <laughs> Go. Action. <laughs> nailed it. Absolutely fucking nailed Imagine it. Imagine you had shrimp from a gas station. Go. <laughs> Imagine you went to an oyster restaurant in Florida 
Um, but like, and the AC's out. He's just, he's so good. I mean, that's really, if we want to talk about what's good in this movie, it's it's the villains getting owned. Like, the, you know, it's always good. Yeah. yeah. Um, goons. The two, we didn't even mention who the goons are because they're literally Buffalo Bill and Mr. Krabs. Yeah. Together. Wait, Mr. Krabs? The voice of Mr. Krabs is yeah. the other guy. What? I thought you were just doing the, the other thing. No. Because you were like doing that. I don't know. I just was like, there's so many random. It's there. <laughs> I no, it's literally yeah, them. It's literally uh, that, that guy. What's his name? He has the coolest name on earth. Oh, Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. To be fair, yeah. when I watch SpongeBob, like, I want Mr. Krabs to get his ass beat because he right. sucks. So like, it's he's good. a capitalist. He's MAGA. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. actually just watched the SpongeBob movie again this week. Classic. And, uh, oh, nice. First of all, it's awesome. It yeah. holds up incredibly well. But yeah, we were men. all of early SpongeBob is held up like beautifully. Like it's yeah. still really fucking funny. I think it was the first and... movie me and Hunter watched together. Oh, was a SpongeBob movie? Was it? Cute. Wow. Well, it took us a few times. Did you did you ever have the um? The yellow DVD box. You bet your ass. I, I had did. the slide whistle, the recorder. Did you guys ever get the SpongeBob recorder from the Borders bookstore? Oh wow! In like 2004. Yeah, this is incredible. It had an accident though. Like I used to play it all the time. And then one day I came up from school, and my parents said it had an accident. Was and it what, what? Did it have the like SpongeBob was... on it? Yeah, it was like it was yellow and like looked like SpongeBob, and it was a recorder. And since I used to play it, my parents got rid of it. Oh man. <laughs> I think they were I, like, you're not supposed to play it. I love a good merch spot. I think spotlight. my grandma bought it for me to haunt them. Was there any Flubber merch? Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. So last night I was like, hey, like, I want to make a Flubber shirt for this, and I didn't get around to it. You but, are wearing a, uh, for any any audio listeners, Clown of the Month yeah. t-shirt. I got Clown this from like, month. well, like, do you know like how hard it is to put like the water in the flower you spray people with? Mm-hmm. Or like how hard it is to put a bald cap on where only a part of your hair shows, so... I really deserve this. Yeah, shirt. where you just have hair only sticking the out side. the sides. Yeah. yeah um. So oh, but, flubber um, merch. Yeah. So I went on eBay last night because I was like, oh, I like. I wonder if I can just find some general flubber shirts. Um, they range like shirts that just have flubber on it or say flubber. It's like two hundred and fifty dollars to five hundred dollars. Let me bring up some examples. Wh- why? Yeah. Why? I don't know. There's also like um flubber McDonald's toys. So, yeah, to get merch I, from like when it actually dropped is like oh the OG. Prints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's like very very boring. Sure, but maybe there's like a crowd of like flubber heads out there that are just riding. I hope the I think it's just up. I get really that- high and then I bet against myself and then I forget the next day, so I bet against myself again. You guys know from the uh, the How to a John Wilson episode where there's the Navi uh, Avatar yeah, yeah, yeah. cultists. Yes. I hope that there's people out there that are like. Uh, flubber flubberites who have like learned to like read his grunts and groans from right. like actual flubber so flubber language. It's just purple. It says Disney's flubber, two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, purple shirt. I feel like that might just be standard. Two thousand dollars out the door. Out the door. Yeah, um, there's this one where it's like flubber has hands. I really don't appreciate this one because this doesn't feel like actually flubber. It's a black shirt, flubber with hands, flubber hands, flans. And it just says Flubber, Disney's Flubber. And that one is $250 as well. What about this? This isn't OG, but it's a Flubber Christmas ornament. Oh, uh, okay. that's really I love that. that. And and like that. With yeah. uh, Drew, sunglasses. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, my God. I love that. That is very cute. That's Flubber on a little sure. platform. I wish we would have something like that for our wedding like, cake. It's on like a VHS only. of Flubber, actually. It looks, it looks yummy. It looks like a, like a cake. Is that cake? 
Is would, it cake? It might be a cake topper. Um, is it? It's cake. <laughs> I would eat the flubber. No. Okay. Would okay. You? This oh, wait, is the I question. No, but um, that flubber's really coming quick. out the other end, though. Is the problem if you're eating flubber? <laughs> to people at home, I do want to say I do have two copies of Flubber on VHS. It's the only duplicate mm-hmm. movies Hunter and I have in our house, and I refuse to part with either of them. <laughs> well, you need one for posterity because you're gonna burn the other one out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I like to sleep with one under my pillow, and then I have yeah. one. Inside the, the flubber v- fairy VCR, comes, but it's like I can't just like take it out and hold the case because it's too lightweight. I need it's like a weighted blanket for me is my flubber VHS. Yeah, I put you can just chest lay on an sleep. empty VHS yeah, case. Yeah, I make it go crush. Yeah, because it's the plastic. It's not like the cardboard. No, sleeve. it's like it's the, the. It's like the good one. Yeah, the crunchy like, case. Yeah, it's good. It I have, has I the crunchy case. Um, is it a green tape? No, no, Black, it, they the, really missed out waste. on a golden opportunity. You know, that was only a thing in like the early 2000s. All the Nickelodeon remember, like, was orange. Yeah. yeah, the Nickelodeon was the big one. Um, I feel like Disney, Disney was blue. I'm pretty sure right? that Sometimes. I have times. It was it, it not didn't always. Happen, I'm pretty yeah. sure that I have a SpongeBob going back to SpongeBob, a VHS of like the first 12 episodes or something like that it was a yellow. Mm, yes. VHS yes. tape. Um, Do we have that in our house now? No. I don't know. I don't know I'll what go, happened to it. Um, I did want to bring a clown thing up real quick <gasps> before God. I forget. Yeah, uh, Lee and I were, were watching um, Malcolm in the Middle the other night, and there is a heavy clown sequence. Have you seen this? It's like season no. two, episode two. Um, it's the mom's birthday, and everyone forgets. And they all end up at a batting range where she's just like taking out her anger. I do remember that, but I don't remember the clowns. Yeah, they there's just <laughs> randomly, just suddenly clowns, and they all get into a fight with each other. And cool. you should watch it. Something clown related, I do want to bring up. So um, a few months ago, I got an office job, and I was like, "Oh, this sucks." You know, like what can I do to make my day better? So I went on Etsy and I ordered a miniature desk to put on my desk and a miniature chair, and oh my I have God. my clown. Let me show you a picture. Um, her name is Etsy, <laughs> little clown. Um, and then when I ordered the desk off Etsy, they sent me a little wine glass and little glasses. They fit my clown you're, perfectly. Oh. So, we're, we're, you're going to have to send so many pictures to Ernest for the audience listening on YouTube. because Holy She sits shit. at my desk. The People come by and see her. They leave her little notes. Um, and then my roommate Incredible. got me. Shout out to Christine. Um, front of the pod got me a little Guess tiny miniature pod. teddy bear that's smaller than Elsie, so she's yeah, a little looks, teddy bear at work. Yeah, it's like a Paddington. Yeah, but like type. in comparison, there it is on the desk. Um, yeah. It's very good. Thank you. Yeah, it's a uh, it's changed my life. I'm gonna get Beautiful. her a little laptop so she can do like reports with me. Oh well, she'll she'll help she you might out. As well Assistant. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do some research. All right. So a couple couple uh, kind of uh, final points here before we go to the categories. This movie has a 24% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is shocking. Too high or too low? Way too low. Yeah, I don't understand it being that low. Um, yeah, let's see. The consensus is, with its overactive focus on special effects and tiresome slapstick, Flubber squanders the immense talents of its cast and crew. Um, yeah. Uh- Immense, they can't blame Flubber for wiggling a bit. Yeah, we're going to include the crew in there. Are we sure? Also, the, the gaffer is so I, good. Also, I disagree with that because I think the slapstick stuff is the stuff that works. I wanted it to go right. more zany and slapstick. Totally agree. And then I wanted to shout out um, Lee's comment as the movie uh, went into its uh, uh, cut to credits. Quote, Scott is a good way to end this. <laughs> On, uh, close quote. So. Is that like with like a derogatory or? 
No, I think I think it fits the vibe. It fits the vibe of the of the film. Um, You know, it 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 just you can imagine going to the movies in the year of our Lord, 1997 and just being like, you know what? It could have been better, but at least we got ska. So at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. why should I complain? You do. What do I got to be disappointed about? yeah, you, so you get, you get what you put into it. You get the silliness. You know, the silliness is fine. You're right. Like the slapsticky. Let's let's lean into it. The the sound effects were funny in the movie. Like there was yeah, a lot of boing. Well, yeah, and it wasn't even just like yeah, and the the balls like go boom. <laughs> it wasn't even just that though. There was one part where like uh like a a rag hits a guy in the face and and it makes a fart sound. Oh, because <laughs> it was flubber when it's the flubber rag because yeah. it's like wiping the guy's shoe or yeah, whatever. And it's like, <laughs> The, all the flubber sound design I thought was really like, well squeak, done. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Yeah, like it's there's like a. <laughs> boom, da, boom, da, boom, yeah. <laughs> However, what what we are dealing with, especially towards the end of the movie, is Weibo passes away. For some reason, we're not able to save her files. However, we are able to save the file of the child that she made for Robin Williams. Do we think? Because it's already on the computer. Think, she put it on the computer. She's doing her little sexy research her, on man, it. You got a child. Back up your files. Okay, so <laughs> wait. Stork, it's called real Stork. Quick, real quick. Um, so the whole scene where she creates a humanoid version of herself that's going to be projected. She creates a hologram of herself that uh, is... How pretty, pretty banging. She's actually really hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to try to create the hottest person to ever exist. Or maybe it's it's because she knows Robin so well to Robin. That's like that's Robin's number. Well, one, that's actually one type. My number five on my list of five hates <laughs> the weird hologram thing so she can kiss him. It's weird as fuck. Interesting. Well, it's it's literally Blade Runner 2049. It's, it's we've lived yeah, it's, this whole way. Without being able to consummate our relationship, it's just the and whole now time, we will take that step. The whole time you're watching it, you're just like, why, <laughs> why, 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 why are we here right exist? now? <laughs> and then it she runs away. She's icky. like, oh no, this is so embarrassing. And she yeah. plugs herself in. And then she does like a mm. yawn, like, what? I'm a sleepy robot. Now I'm awake. I think it's very cringe. I think it would make more sense <laughs> if so you leaned more into that and integrated Flubber into the relationship like for some reason flubber is also in the thruple or the quadruple like like her showing is feeling like maybe he's showing too much attention to flubber and that could have been like a storyline yeah and then she conflict. tries to like destroy flubber because of yeah. jealousy well, no 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 because then... he does the flubber mambo and she was she liked it mm-hmm. so that no, i'm saying if we're rewriting this movie we well, we need do that. we completely take Sarah out of the picture. No, Sarah need, can go, but like Flubber is here to stay. Flubber is eternal. You need you need Sarah. You need Sarah. But I, what I'm seeing is that unfortunately you you got to lose the goons. Sorry, goons. What? I know you we're went to goon I, school. I know. I know we're part of sad. Degree. I know goons are strapped for roles in yeah. an American. Ted Levine is strapped for uh, Hollywood right Ted now. Ted Levine is still calling them up and is like, "Hey, Les, you want to get the band back together and do Flubber too?" Um, he always has green Jello in his pocket. He's just like wiggling it around, waiting for his time to shine. <laughs> She wears the flubber on her skin. No! Where's the flubber on her skin? Do the flubbers ever stop screaming, Weebo? Actually, that's crazy because I literally, I wrote down the flubber is basically Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs because it's not in as much of the movie as you remember, (laughs) but it's a star. But like it is, yeah. And this is the... (laughs) The flubber mambo is him putting on the other person's face and going like, 
<laughs> yeah, it's like the iconic, <laughs> yeah. the iconic Oscar moment. Every time I talk to all three of you at once, Silence of the Lambs comes up, and I every time, it. and it's the best. Every it's because it's the greatest film ever made. The the <laughs> special effects of that flubber, I think, are pretty good. Yeah, they they don't look like ass for being you know almost thirty years old. They they look solid. Yeah, well, especially when Flubber isn't having to interact with anything else that's moving. When yeah. Flubber is like 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 the animated scene. When Flubber is on its own, just kind of dancing around, they can do a lot with that. It's more. It becomes more of an issue when you're asking a real person to act as if they're holding something, and they're you know sometimes it's a little awkward. I another thing. I think it's it's probably is like legitimately the best bit of the entire movie but it kind of has to do with the goons and with like the antics of the flying car and everything else we brought up earlier but it's just everything with this kid being traumatized yeah that was it's th- that's that really is, funny that's the best it's just starts with like the d- daddy there's a monster outside my window and then like just being terrorized <laughs> goons, for his entire horror. life ending with him being like all right, kid, we're going to get the fuck out of town. There's no there's no monsters on the airplane. We're moving we're to on. another continent. <laughs> yeah, just still just sees flying cars just up there next to them. And Flubber literally escape. like sees him. It's on site, yeah. slams against the window trying to get to this child. Well, it's yeah, it's kind of on that same vein of what I said earlier. It's like that. I think you should leave sketch of the baby that uh, grew up. Um, wait, no, it's the guy. It's the guy that was had his flight ruined by the yeah, baby. Yeah, he's like yeah. screaming like, wah! <laughs> and the guy just puts on headphones and is like, that's fine. Um, all right, let's get to the categories. Wait, can I talk really quick about the original a little bit? Yes, The Absent-Minded yes, Professor. Please. The original movie is really good and I think people should watch it. It's actually like, you watch it and be like, you know what? Like, if I was in the 60s, this would probably be like the best movie ever. Um, the director of it directed... Like he was like a real director. He directed like Mary Poppins, Robert Stevenson. Yeah. So oh. it's actually like, it, yeah, it looks good, especially for the time. That Flo- kind of makes sense. Like when you look at Disney Plus, when you just like look at like kind of like the preview of it, you're like, yeah, like, you know, floating yeah, shit. got that vibe. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, I think it's it is black and white, even though like it's 61 and that, you know, movies weren't necessarily black and white in 61. It still is. Um, Fred McMurray is the star of it, who was like sort of like, I guess I would call him like a B-lister of like the 50s and, and 60s. He's fucking awesome. Like he's he's honestly way better suited for this role than Robin was. Robin Robin goes way too weird. And I guess part of it's the script. But this guy is just so charismatic that you don't even care that he sucks. Um, So he's good. Oh, he's in uh, The Apartment, which is a fucking perfect movie. Like an incredible movie. The basketball scene looks better. In the original. What? I don't. They're jumping around like crazy. Yeah. The way that they did it, I believe, is they they, you know, they put all the players on wires and and jump them up and down and then sped up the tape. Because if you look at the background actors, it kind of looks like they're acting slowly so it can be sped up. Yeah. And it looks like awesome. They actually they spend like a ton of time just like showing you that because it looks so good. And it's really funny. Um, Also, that scene makes way more sense in general. Like that game like matters to people instead of just being like about Robin Williams. Like the crowd is like losing their fucking minds the whole time that scene happens. They're like, yeah, they're what? seeing the greatest yeah. thing they've it's, ever yeah, seen. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck is going on? Also, the absent-minded professor has an eighty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's like it's go. a good movie. Do you it's watch? About, it's only three minutes more of a runtime than Flubber is. Wow, mm, and it, it there's there's zero Weibo. Damn. <laughs> 
Fuck. Uh, no How Weibo. Horny is it? The yeah. villains are still very funny. Um, you don't get like the goon duo kind of going off on their own and getting owned, but like the the Will Wheaton character and his dad make more sense in in the plot. Like you know, like they have sort of a purpose. Um, it's way more of like a rivalry movie between these two colleges, and it all makes sense. That's that's fun though. Have, like you know I would. That sounds number? like a better movie. Yeah. Did you see? It? There's a sequel. No. To the absent-minded professor called Son of Flubber. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really, it's like Son of Kong. Wait, do they show Flubber and absent-minded professor? So, yeah, it's, you know, it's it's definitely iffy when when it's just like sort of like an amorphous thing bouncing around. Usually when he's holding, it's just like a ball, like a rubber ball he's holding, which is like fine, honestly. They didn't have nothing. (laughs) But like, I want to see Flubber's son. Um, There's also like, I don't know. Just this character, his character is smarter in the movie. Like, well, that's that's what I was gonna ask because, like, he's not for, so lost for the genius that Robin is. He's like the stupidest guy. Exactly. No, in this movie, he has way more agency, and he is like, he's just he's a dummy, but in like a normal way where he's just like, you know, he has this flubber, and it's but like he's just so into like getting this girl back, but it, it's played for comedy instead of just being like, God, I hate this fucking guy. Um. There's like, like, for example, there's a great little sequence where like he's trying to figure out what to do with the flubber because he has the flubber. Robin Williams does not do that at all. <laughs> he right. exclusively uses flubber to like get his girl back. <laughs> um, but like wh- he he calls he's trying to like get in touch with the president. And it's really fun. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he, he calls the government and he, sir, we have flubber. It's it's a great little comedy sequence where like he gets the runaround where like, you know, like one department picks on their like defense. And he's like, yeah, I have this like rubber thing. It's like bounce around. It can, you know, it's, I have a flying car. They're like, OK, automotive. Cool. And they like transfer him to automotive. Like, <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's like good comedy. And then what results from that is the government, like, I think the defense department or someone sends like an operative to come like spy oh on God. him and take the flubber, which, yeah, that like that's better than most subplots I can then think of. It's better than movie. I'm going to take my flying car outside the CEO of Ford's window. <laughs> hey, also, that was funny. Also, come on. Let's shop around a bit. Let's not put this in Ford's hands because like, was it a Ford car? Do you want your I just figured to, it was like, want, hey, look what I did to your car. It's a Thunderbird. Thunderbirds aren't. Oh, yeah, you get the big old Ford logo. I was like, what? It's got to be a Ford. Um, no, Thunderbirds are. They could have uh, just made up. They, a... they are Fords. I'm okay, sorry. I'm not yeah. a car guy. I'm, I'm so sorry, audience. <laughs> that I had to look up if it's, well, it's a, a it's it's an again, it's like a reference because in the original, it's a Model T, which, oh. yeah, the first Ford. Um, cool. So, yeah, they Beautiful. give him a T-Bird and it's it's yeah, like he's smart. He's trying to actually do something with the flubber because. Again, that's another reason I like Christopher McDonald, the villain, more than I like Robin in this, because like he's like, we could do a lot with this fucking thing, man. We could like we could probably power some impoverished countries. <laughs> it seems like the energy is just kind of created from nothing here. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I probably would have lost the bet on if the general consensus was that Flubber was worse than the uh, movie it was based on before it's, this podcast. I mean, you know, they had good movies back then. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, Robin Williams, you know, yeah. green, little green guy. Well, you get swept up in it. He's a little I don't know. fella and I like him. It's also, they they fucked up by calling it Flubber if they're not going to give it to us. It's just The Absent Professor makes more sense I, for this yeah. movie. Exactly. It should have just been called The Absent Professor. Yeah, it should have called like, the dumb fuck. Does it? <laughs> Bowtie the guy. dumb fucker rated G. No wedding here. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you. Fourth maybe times not. the charm. <laughs> What a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, all right. 
categories. First okay. categories. What's the best Robinism? Um, so I actually have one written down for this. It's pretty um, easy. Well, no, I think that it is. I think that it is easy to like kind of give it to an obvious one, but I just want to give this a shout out. So whenever he's doing experiments with Flubber after the birth of Flubber and he has like this crystallized version of Flubber that he's moving around, he is wearing a radiation suit that is then revealed whenever a timer goes off at 630 in the morning. It is a tearaway radiation suit, <laughs> which just fucking rocks, man. That's I want cool. a tearaway radiation suit. <laughs> yeah, that's a good moment. I think the birth has to be it, though. The birth, the birth of Flubber, yeah. It's, the the birth is he just goes off, dude. That whole sequence into him actually the Flubber escaping. Yeah, yeah, and then Flubber causes like thousands of dollars worth of property damage, which that never I, comes back. Like I, that, that for, Flubber tries to murder a man. Uh, Flubber ogles <laughs> a woman's body. ass. <laughs> Flubber just goes like ooga <laughs> to the camera whenever he sees like a fat woman's ass. Um, I have I have the quote written down here of whenever he's trying to describe Flubber. Um, no, no. All right, uh, let's uh, let's try to describe you. You're uh, an elastomer. Yes. Um. Oh, uh, you're highly viscous, oh, but yeah, you can phase shift. Whew. Yeah, turn Hunter up. Turn. <laughs> Ooh, huh, let's see. Uh, you're moldable. Ooh, uh, it's a little ticklish. Ooh, you're foldable. You're gullible. Oh, all right. Let's see. Oh, gullible. wait a minute. Uh, oh, you're ductile. <laughs> you're elastic. Oh, let's see how elastic you are. Oh, oh, look. I'm the hacky sack king. If this, <laughs> if this doesn't convince people to get on the YouTube and like watch. I think it's going to convince them to go touch grass. I, I should have. <laughs> No, we're touching flubber, baby. Yeah, just I mean, what's green? green, green just as mean. Um, man, if only Amazing. if I could stand up, I would really act out the full thing. <laughs> yeah, the hacky can you digitally <laughs> animate me doing that all scene, the flubber? That was the first moment where I was like, so the flubber no, like helps him because otherwise he was just already really good at hacky sack, you know, and then like the flubber made him a little. Better, yeah, that, like, well, because it's like. He had to be hitting that the most perfect angles in the yeah. world for it to just actually be doing a perfect arc. But also the physics of Flubber, I think in theory, this sounds great, this whole idea of Flubber, but there's it's chaos what he's doing here, because Flubber, sometimes it just goes into a straight line and just doesn't stop. Yeah. Other times it's just like, we'll only bounce like four feet in the air. That's here. what I'm saying. The basketball player, like we'll go what with it does with here what now. it does attached to a bowling ball, like is like going to the stratosphere, but then attached to a person, which is not like that much heavier. It just goes like doing doing like, well, the flubber is helping. The a flubber human is heavier than a 15 pound. Bowling yeah, but ball. like Most the, the flubber are. like wants to do what you want it to do i like the idea that like there's an alternate timeline where robin williams keeps missing his weddings because he was hacky sacking too hard <laughs> <laughs> he's just like god actually, how can i hacky sack even more that's so he, he missed that's another wedding he was to that's, that's why sarah's time. done with this shit because he's just like i came up with the best invention it's you put these little beads inside this netted this netted <laughs> ball flubber. oh my sorts. god the hacky sack is tiny little flubber beads and they're all doing the flubber mambo <laughs> yeah. and it's, just bouncing on robin williams we, ankle we should have gotten some Quick flashbacks of what the other wedding misses were uh, explained by. Like, what were the inventions? Like a montage would have been nice. Yeah. Like, what did he invent those other two times? That would have been nice. Um, all right. Any other Robinisms to shout out? 
other than the birth of Flubber? Um, I would say the way that he really genuinely cares when Weibo dies is like nice. Yeah, that was it's a nice scene. Not 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 line. I guess Robin moment you would call it, but like that. Yeah, I was like, okay, so he's like trying to act here. Like you know, when when they give him space because yeah, they really good. John Hughes was really like no 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 like like ten minutes like the. The audience is going to be fucked up over this. Or when <laughs> even when he's confessing his love for Sarah and just being like, like, I'm not like stupid or like oh, minded. I, I just am in love. And I'm like, that's sweet. Just go to your wedding, I, though. <laughs> I do have to kind of disagree on that quote specifically, just because the quote's really bad. Um, the, here's the quote is, I know I love her Weibo. Every, every neuron in my limbic system is saturated with <laughs> phenylalanine that triggers euphoria, elation, exhilaration. Truth is, Weibo, I'm not absent-minded because I'm selfish, crazy, or inconsiderate. I'm absent-minded because I'm in love with Sarah. Aww. That the- also makes no sense. Love right. makes like, you dumb. No, but like, it doesn't make <laughs> you so dumb that you forget about her. Love you can never text me back when we first started dating. <laughs> So, so I, I don't know. I'm a little bit of an absent-minded professor myself. Right. I felt like a little bit of a flubber myself. I often yeah. do say that every neuron in my limbic system is saturated with <laughs> phenol. F- he, he said that to me once, and I like Ew. I got it on film just in case you guys were. Is that why you're always up my window at night trying to get in through my screen? Ew. And after the rocks, just to like, get you to leave? she just triggers I'm elation, like, exhilaration. Yeah. Before, I'm yeah. like, I'm stuck in between because I do want to marry Hunter. You put tinfoil and like over your head, he keeps slamming into my window like a, like a woodpecker. <laughs> Drew, you do try and like just float in through our window every now and then, but yeah. except you can't float, so it's more of just like a diving head first it's into yeah. our windows. Yeah. And I'm, I haven't decided yet when I show up at night if I'm going to like kill Gaia or. or Drew sh- keeps printing out memes off the internet and taping them on his face when he just doesn't want to. Speak and respond yeah. to me. Which you're is like, really sometimes I, I pop in there and I'm like, no, guy, look, he loves you. And you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's everything's asleep. okay. He's right holding his phone in his forehead. It's just that video of Hunter falling through a table at her wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, we're okay right now, actually. We're like, Drew, you have to go home and I'm not giving you a ride this time. You have to call Rin to pick you up. <laughs> sure. Your head also does open up to reveal a little tiny screen. That shows a cartoon. The problem is that it only ever is playing on this screen that projects outside of your head, Mank at one point two five speed. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, okay, next category is what's the best moment in the whole movie? Flubber Mambo. Flub, that's not a question. Mambo. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not a winner. Uh, but just going back a step, one more Robin moment uh, is basketball practice scene. Oh, when he's solo. Yeah, when he's, he's going, solo. I, yeah. He's trying to figure out the right amount of flubberization to put on himself. That is a great. Yes, that's a fun great little pick. moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. Flubber Mambo kind of rocks. And it. I love how that scene was definitely not in the original script <laughs> at all. I have a question. No doubt. Yeah. Is there a category for something we hate? Uh, you can, you can do right do now. do uh, your least favorite moment right now. At the very end of the movie, when the little fucking shriek we bet, she calls Flubber a quote quasi plasmoid. What the fuck is that? It made me so mad. I just like ew. I just he's got, a quasi plasmoid. I don't know why that made me so angry. And I was like Hunter, like because I, I had watched it and then he came home and we watched it again. Well, and so I had to see it twice. And I don't know why, but it gave me like a visceral reaction. Like I just got angry. So there's that. What does that mean? There's not just that. She calls uh, Flubber. She calls him brother. She also calls him brother. And she says, mom, dad, talking to Robin Williams and Sarah. Um, 
And keep in mind, uh, her mom robot was trying to fuck Robin Williams. So, so, so I don't know though. if that's yeah, but she. Doesn't... But is Sarah her mom now? Well, yeah. Do you, did you like... think they even told her about Weibo? <laughs> like she was, she it's is... like when you wait to tell your kids adopted till they're like seventeen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But she is. Weibo. She's gonna get like really She's cold and distant, yeah, and you know, just the same way that you are mom. your parents. But if you didn't know who your parents oh, were. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But like, if you said quasi-plasmoid, I would tell you, like, you're adopted. Like, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? You are adopted. Like, I'm gonna <laughs> Absolutely. Life, Flubber has um, I'm gonna, unlimited ammo on thing. this fucking I would bitch. lie to my kid and I'd tell that fucker he was adopted, even if he wasn't. <laughs> I'm gonna search quasi-plasmoid and, like, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, that makes me mad. I do want to ask you guys, because I made up a category here, and it's called okay. the best Flubberism. All right, go So for we've it. talked through a few of them. Mm-hmm. There is, of course, the invention of Flubber, where we have... From Flubber being born, him being described by Robin Williams, flash photography happens and he scatters everywhere across the neighborhood. So that's that's nominee number one. Nominee number two is the basketball scene, mostly for like. What would this mean for sports in general? Robin Williams says it almost like a throwaway line, like, oh, this definitely a sports application. This is changing the way that like. Imagine if it's just a thing where it's like instead of doing the PED scandal of the 90s and early 2000s, mm-hmm. it's just like people are like, I did. I did flubberize my bat. Yeah. Um, Pat- I put a little Patrick Mahomes fl- has been flubbering his gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Sosa was just flubberizing his bat. That's why he's getting so many home oh runs. Oh, my God. That's a whole um, that's a whole like Disney Plus spinoff. That's a whole series of the like. <laughs> oh, my God. It's that bowling movie Alley Cats with Flubber. So the bowling <laughs> balls are just slamming through the it's roof and into blasting. people. It, it's like um like Barry Bonds injecting Flubber into his, <laughs> into his veins. You could he just do, can't stop mamboing out there on the pitch. You could do a whole like, yeah, like uh, essentially like Space Jam movies, but with Flubber. What Everyone if what if Space Jam Two powers. Space Jam Two is actually a crossover where they're like, "Sorry guys, we couldn't get your talents back from the Toon Squad, but we did inject you. We did get some flubber here that you can just shoot." It's literally up. it's just like Compound V from yeah. the Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's just you don't know how it's going to affect you until you actually take it. Like, yeah, it might give you super strength. It might make you like talk to fish a baseball um, player they they have to inject it and then they have to make their walk-up song the mambo <laughs> so the flubber will get fucking amped so that's nominee number three is the flubber mambo as just the sure. best flubberism sure. um do you guys have any nominees i mean those winner out of those 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 are kind of it i think that the only the only other one to kind of highlight is what i mentioned earlier what, what we brought up about flubber like Right after the birth of Flubber, Flubber causing all that damage to the neighborhood. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's that's like the first. I think that that is actually my favorite Flubber moment because yeah. it actually has some kind of implication to can, the movie. If you, I might say Flubberism. Yeah, you can you can break up that scene into like everything that happens in the lab and then boom, she takes the picture of them and then Flubber goes off and just like tries to murder people. What about outside of Flubber's true form, your favorite your favorite form of flubber outside of his like little gelatinous body that likes that really does something to me guys let me tell you mm-hmm. um like do you prefer the hand cream do you prefer flubber water cube. bottle flubber cube flubber cube flubber cube um, that's a great one do you like spray bottle flubber that like what if you so funny, what if though, you accidentally honestly? you're trying to windex your house you're like doing some cleaning <laughs> instead of grabbing windex you accidentally no, <laughs> spray but some what flubber he keeps doing is like 
just like keeps spraying him in the face. He's like, no, like the squirt gun. He's just like keeps. He's like, no, but like that's <laughs> the squirt gun. He's that like, he's that is genuinely like so funny. It goes on for so that's long. Great. I was laughing really hard. <laughs> just like no, give it to him. And Robin just Williams like, looks like he's trying not to laugh the whole time. It's yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it's so great, funny. Like honestly, I think that's it's a my great. Favorite, that might be one of my favorite moments. Like other than yeah. Slumber Bombo, obviously, I think that's genuinely like the funniest moment because it looks very like they improved it, but then just like kept going and then they he's just like no, no, in the hand. He's like okay, just start squirting his hand. Yes. Robin was trying so, so hard to keep it together. So I good. totally clocked it made that. Me, gosh, that was. Uh, I want to watch that like after this. Just, just, just make that the movie, man. Like you just make the movie a series. Let's that just go like know. full Three Stooges with it. Let's just go full slapstick zany. Just, like, we don't. Make it, yeah, make it. Like I don't. Four, four four I don't need to know about so this billionaire's <laughs> fucking son. I don't give a shit about that. Was like any a of weird that. plot line. It's like I guess because of failing him. Like I get. I can see the motives, but they just have too much. Well, no, it's too much tuna. The thing is, John Hughes really needs to have two, two, two dumb goons. Yeah. And so he added them to a script that had this evil kid and his dad as the villains. And it's like that you already have Christopher McDonald also being a villain. Like and Weebo. And, and then yeah. Weebo's the fucking huge villain of the fucking movie. So it's just it's too many because in the original, I remember being like, oh, yeah, this it makes sense that this kid's like he matters it's not just like oh whoa we know i do think it's funny you know when they leave the uh basketball game and it's like the two goons the dad and like the son in the car i don't know why just seeing all of them in the car i'm just like there's too much happening and that made me laugh yes (laughs) (laughs) are you all here why are you all friends (laughs) are you guys all doing mischief together no it's funny it's funny that his son is there because like i forgot like oh yeah that's why this character is involved the son doesn't know what's going on at all ever and at any moment he doesn't have that many lines like he has a big thing in the beginning of the movie and then he's just like standing in rooms he looks scared a lot no exactly i wonder if that guy was just like if he had more scenes and he's just like not a good actor so i mean it's it's will wheaton he's not a good actor yeah it's just like he was he mattered back then he was coming off of star trek um like being like a guy oh that's right i forgot the star trek guy there was a point in the movie around around that where i was just like man this thing is just really running out of steam yeah like it's just like any momentum that we had is just all gone i think by the time the basketball scene ends i was checking the time to be like (laughs) What else is gonna <laughs> like happen? And then so like. much more happened, and none of it mattered. Okay, here's a great category. What would you do, fellas? What w- you Who am I? I'm Flubber. What no, I mean, Flubber. Right, no, you, you bounce to another you movie. You are serious. Actually, I want to traumatize the <laughs> child. I'm going to get into his it. house. We should do WID where we each are in the same scenario, being a different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm Sarah's bridesmaid. I'm Sarah's maid of honor, and okay. I'm like, honey. It's not going to happen. You got to get out of it. And she's what like, no, don't say? worry. I love him. It's four times the charm. His robot's here. And so He's going to be a millionaire with his next invention. I want to be the car. I want to be the car with flubber tires. Okay. So what would you do? Crash myself into a <laughs> cliff and take my myself out of my misery. You just want to they, every every character that if what you do and ends with you kill killing myself. yourself. If I was Sarah, I'd put my wedding dress in my office and jump out the window. <laughs> All right, so you're a goon and you learn that you can survive a bowling ball falling at terminal speed. What you doing? Join yeah. a rec bowling ball league <laughs> with some really bad people so that I don't get hurt this time. I would like join the NFL. I would. <laughs> do you think they? Let you, they'd be like this goon wants to like, join the Oakland I would, Raiders. I would just start. I'd be like, if yeah, I could survive Vegas, that, I could definitely like survive a bullet. Um, I'm a if super. If you're holding the bowling now. ball, yeah, would you be the bowling ball? 
Like, what, what if, okay, I want you guys all, everyone to close your eyes. I want you all to imagine okay. you are, you're the flubber bowling ball. You are in the air. You're 1,000 feet in the air. You're coming down. First thoughts, go. God, I hope there's a goon underneath me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to bounce to uh, another goon. I'm going to go goon to goon. Boing, 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 boing. I'm, the thing is, I'm thinking like, yeah, you're that flubber. Like you knew, like you know who you're gonna hit when you land. You're yeah, aiming. Yeah, you're flubber. You're flubber ball. I also here's the thing. I in my mind, like when I'm imagining the flubber like talking, it sounds like minions. Yeah, they're just Why, do you think there was a grew. flubber IHOP menu whenever this movie came out? What if, dude, I swear, cause I, I'm Some such a, green I fall pancakes. for those cake I think I might I know anything. something that would have been on that menu, right, Ernest? Are you queuing me to go grab it right now? Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> for, I don't think it's going to fill you up, friend. Um, I was going to save that for the very end. For the very end. I, well, what we'll possibly could we even do I, that's left? Uh, good Robin or bad Robin? Good Robin. <laughs> bad Robin. I, guys, good Robin. I like Robin in this movie. I have bad news for you. This is bad Robin. No, this is not. we're gonna get to the Robinisms, and this is the, the this is, is the high Robin usage and low Robin efficiency. This is he the did Russell, the best for what he was this given. Is, this is twenty twenty one Russell Westbrook. If you you Robin think Williams. that if you watch Fred McMurray in the original, you'd be like, oh yeah, they should have just cast someone who like is like a, a movie star now but the writing would have been the same regardless so i don't know if it would have. i know but well even then like he's really annoying the writing is annoying in the original but you're still just like man this guy is hot and i like he's him. robin is robin i feel like it's... they have that you got that nostalgia factor going like, yeah. i'm that's trying to separate the movie. Even, i'm I know separating bad, the nostalgia like from good. it and i was actually so i was just trying to think of this regarding like what robin was to like our generation do you kiss they don't really like have a, a middle-aged to older man who headlines kids movies oh not at all that's, no. yeah unless that's like, you count dwayne johnson but he's sucks. like yeah it's just well that's it's like a weird yeah. it's a weird thing that he was that he like did i mean well, that's, he was sort he of like the last thing. figure he was so like homey and yeah horrible. well there was a lot of them for like our generation and older well now no we're that's like the, getting into like an existential thing about the death of movie stars but i that is like kind of what this is. Leading it's just to like is. there's not like a a grown ass man with like hairy arms that Mark like kids Ruffalo. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. No, but the thing is, <laughs> okay, Ernest, one older man. Yeah, is Spotlight your favorite family film of the last ten years? Yes. Or, um No, I mean the thing is that you're talking about like kind of the death of like the family movie. Family movie. There's kids movies and then there's adults movies and there aren't Home Alones anymore. There aren't movies that are just like a fun time for the whole family. If they are, they're animated. And yeah, then it's just like, oh, that was enjoyable. Yeah. You guys exactly. have a big summer epic. They're making explosions. This movie's $80 million budget. $80 million. This movie made me, like it's, uh, the best thing I can say about it in terms of not making Gaia mad at me is I think it made me appreciate G-Force more because like G-Force <laughs> like gives you what it says it's It's more consistent of. with the storyline. There's a lot of Black Eyed Peas though, which yeah. is like good, but it's great, just like, but. It's like the commercial sells you guinea pig secret agent. That's you the only it. thing it's about. Yes. That's yeah. not going to make me mad True. at you. No, that's like a very valid no, that's, thing. Yeah, like, yeah that that's what I'm sense. saying. Yeah. Like, the flubber is just like it's not flubber yeah. guys yeah yeah i realized that as i'm rewatching. i was like there's so much less flubber than i thought but it's probably because i used to just sit at my vcr and fast forward and rewind to the flubber parts and right. then i'd start and it over. all right guys we're gonna have a new new category new impromptu category is uh what improves each movie better so what improves each movie better if you take uh the black eyed peas i've got a feeling and you put that instead of the 
the flubber mamba. I've got a flubber. Or every time that there is a montage sequence in G-Force, you put the flubber mamba on it. Flubber mamba would definitely make Black Eyed Peas worse because I feel like the Black Eyed Peas were so big. That was part of the appeal and it was in the previews. So I feel like those helped each other. But after there's so much black eyed peas in G-Force, <laughs> if so you put much. the Flubber Mambo and you get mad and you would leave. No, that's there. right. Yeah, no, because you have to keep in mind you're listening to the Flubber Mambo five times. Yeah, so and it's, it's, it's over a scene because that's like just it, like during scenes happening, they're putting on. I got and you just hear dent 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 Yeah, or like boom boom boom. It's like we got to figure out how to penetrate that building. I mean, this gotta get dead. I used to cry. I still do over the fucking Nicholas Cage mom. He's like no. But if you ever get a chance to destroy all of mankind, so that's a great. It makes me cry. I great transition. From capitalism's ruining us all. Oh, cage. Um, recaging couch. Recaging couch. You had to put Nicholas Cage in this movie. Flubber. He's flubber. No, he's the fucking um the guy who wants to fuck Sarah. Oh, McDonald. Nineties yeah. Cage is definitely. Ninety-seven could do it. Yeah. Two thousands Cage is a goon. He's goon. You know what we should have called our worst category? Biggest flub. Oh, yeah. uh, you can and snubbers. Just, yeah, just go ahead and yeah, tires and murmurs is <laughs> flubbers and snubbers. I um, I'd could, love to see Cage as the professor. That's what I was gonna say. Is I feel like Cage, if you aren't rewriting this story at all, and you're having him be zany antic, I almost wonder if Cage is better suited for that than Robin Williams. What if he was Sarah? Yeah. Oh. Now we're talking. He's, he's um Weebo. <laughs> You'd have to recast Robin though, because I don't know if they have the oh, best. Professor, kind of I don't think they do. Oh, professor, I want to project my body onto you. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't do that. She she's like she's that was like a mix of Nicolas Cage and Buffalo Bill. No, I don't know what that was. She's like professor. I I've, I've analyzed everything about your psyche to create the sexiest person. <laughs> <laughs> and that's who they're it's him and it's him and vampires kiss just like <laughs> i'm a vampire incredible in terms of who else you could put in here i mean i feel like you know i think this is good robin and i feel like this is not really gonna improve that much if you trade him out I with almost, anyone else I mean, the movie again, has bigger I'm, problems i'm, t- I'm telling you though casting. like watching Watching Fred McMurray deliver very similar lines, you're like, we could. He's just not fit for it because just, Robin is capable of removing all charisma from his being if he needs to for a character, and that can't be the case when the character sucks. Also, right? Because then you're just left with a guy who sucks. I think that Robin is one reason why I think this is bad. Robin, I've been thinking about this all day. Is like, I feel like we should have gone one way or the other. We should have done the absent-minded professor thing, like you're saying, Drew, of just like a hot guy, but he is like fun and charismatic. The himbo professor. (laughs) The himbo professor. That's the sequel. Or you go full slapstick zany, and let's get like Jim Carrey the mask in here. Like, let's just go like all the way over the top. Talk about a horny, quote unquote, kids movie, The you Mask. Um, like, that's what I want to do that. That's why Nicolas Cage in there actually makes sense to me, because he's like Nicolas Cage can go fully unhinged off the rails. And if anything, I want to go fully the other yeah. way. I don't want the sad, emotional Weebo scene like of Weebo death scene in the middle of this it was movie. So sad. Yeah, I don't want that in this movie. I want it to just keep going Full it's, three stooges. If, well, if you, yeah. So if you're looking at people who are good at being cartoon characters, it's like, like you could get like Bill Hader in there. 
Yeah, he'd be great. He'd slap. He would slap. If we're taking modern people. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, yeah, cartoon characters, but all. Bill Hader literally. Oh, I just realized why I thought that because he voices the fucking Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs guy who literally delivers those exact same lines and is really funny. <laughs> that As movie's great, by the way. Someone who, like, yeah. this is not for Robin Williams, but for Chris McDonald's character. And I'm going to sound biased because he's my favorite actor of all time. But I think Tim Curry would like do that oh, very well. Like, Tim Curry would really yes. own that I think role. he would be like yes. A plus in that movie. Obsessed. Oh my God. Now Tim, I want to see that. This, I love you. Oh my God. I, that would rule. I actually have another thought about Christopher McDonald. Do we think, Daddy? did he get market corrected by Brendan Fraser? Interesting. They look pretty similar, but Brendan Fraser has like, he has a, charisma to him that Christopher McDonald more has like that that yeah. kid's villain yeah well that's, so he was more well that's the thing is Christopher McDonald was av- actually never played a hero in his damn life yeah so he wasn't really corrected like he just like couldn't ever do that but I just think like what if they were just like oh Christopher McDonald is like trying to make a turn he's if, trying yeah, to have if he was trying to roles and then Brendan Fraser like, shows up in the late 90s right around this time yeah they'd it's be like, like we already uh, have a hot guy with like up. with like bulgy eyes <laughs> yeah, bulgy <laughs> eyes and really strong bone structure we already have that guy we uh we forgot to do uh robin meter what's that how many robins out of 10 this isn't by whether it's like quality this is just how, how over the sicko. top robin sicko he goes he, he go. goes pretty in i'm gonna say like an eight yeah i'd say I'm, eight he and gets, a half he gets nuts though. i'm up there with like eight and a half yeah he that birth of of flubber scene That's puts like, him up there immediately this might even be like a nine because there's just like he never stops in this right. movie like there's kind of too much he of doesn't him. go to his own wedding and he any doesn't point, go also, he jumps out he's a top hat that top hat pissed me off too because i was like <laughs> not only are you disrespecting sarah by not going to the wedding but you're disrespecting what her if, again by wearing so so it's our wedding day okay. you come you turn the corner at our outdoor wedding and there's you see me there and i have a large top hat i am sobbing oh, and i was I go, about to say are you sobbing just as go, hard as you were that day? lady and i like tip my cap my giant top hat okay cap to i have a question you. are you then as you're sobbing handing me a martini glass with a dorito garnish rolled with mountain dew Yes, absolutely. Then, yeah, okay, I'm done. I'm gonna do it. I I figured you were gonna ask if, like, you were trying to do an invention on the (laughs) side. It's the martini glass while it's like, oh, I wish I could be there, honey, but I have to record a podcast. Yeah, no, it's actually just me. It's me recording a solo podcast about like the virtues of Mank, about like two thousand times that Mank. He's wearing a GoPro around his neck and it's pointed at his face, and he's just sobbing. At like the like, worst like that angle, train like it's just like right. <laughs> he looks so crazy. <laughs> um, an, an inventor who realizes he only has good ideas when he's missing his own wedding. <laughs> Flubber, flubheads, flubheads unite. Um, okay, I'm gonna grab the special treat because. This is our fifth anniversary of Wabam. Today marks five years of Wabaming. Could you believe it? God. I remember the first pod I was on when uh, Drew admitted he doesn't like Star Wars and you guys were just screaming. Just yelling at me. It was Man, amazing. Good I think take. about that often. Good job by you. You really, you were, you were oh ahead of the God. market on that. You were. Look right. at this. Look at. Yeah, we're drinking flubber. Is this ethical? It it's going to shoot out our fucking buttholes. <laughs> I hope so. I, this is what you're gonna want to do. You're gonna want to <laughs> grab a bit of whipped cream, what, and put it in there, 
and it's going to be delicious. If you want. If not, then that's fine. I've I'll never have... had Jello and whipped cream. This was Lee's I was hoping you suggestion. said I've never had Jello before. No. Way better. <laughs> like you're like my mom wouldn't let me have it. I'm like, what the hell? They they made flubber into a food. <laughs> Look at Ernie out here with the non-dairy. Lee's suggestion was to make cream. it a little bit more festive with the uh, with the ready whip. So, I'll, um, I'll I'll do it. I'll take Lee's suggestion. We shall see. Oh, can you hand me that? Do spoon, you want to go through? Uh, let's do our top 500. We bought a mic moments. 500. Yeah. Okay. Number one, Mank. Let's, let's describe you. <laughs> oh, no. Truth <laughs> to get out. No. Problem. What she are looks you doing? Like Plasmoid. Quasi plasmoid. Drew, can you stretch Ew, that over your face real quick? This is this Slurp is it. harassment. Slurp it. Ew. That was Ew. so much worse. I hated that. <laughs> So, um, slurp it really close to the mic, like ASMR style. Please. I put way too much. I put like an Let equal amount whipped though. cream to the. If uh, jello. that's okay. If Ooh, you're not watching on on the YouTube, what we have in front of us is four <laughs> individual servings of green lime Jello yum, yum. to celebrate Flubber and to celebrate I've, five. We're we're doing essentially a Flubber mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now let's go full ASMR with it and just uh, just. Drew is not savoring the flubber <laughs> at all. Drew is wolfing it down with his bare hands. Ew, Drew! Ew. <laughs> I can't even watch. <laughs> Ernie, I'm gonna need you to really get some good zoom on this on this video. I want to get a really gift, close. and I just want to send it to all my group chats. I didn't know that this is going to become like. And then I, I do. Like, I hate that you're still holding it. Can you eat it and put it away, please? So this is when we make the exciting news that starting this year, we bought a mic is becoming a fetish uh, podcast. Next, so Ernest I did use his toes Give to us step your on recommendations on what is you, what you want us to eat next. We're now week on OnlyFans on as well as YouTube. Hit like, subscribe, follow Drew's OnlyFans where he just eats Jello from his bare hands and his toes. Interesting. The the pairing of Jello with whipped cream. Is it is. good? I was sus because lime and whipped cream doesn't. Um, well, I guess key lime pie is good, but. That's not bad. Yeah. I cannot tell you the last time that I actually ate Jello. When Sweet Tomatoes Same. was open and we were slurping it off the plate. That is true. We I also, I forgot to mention, I did make the Jello with um hard seltzer so we are about to basically split three seltzers between four people right now wow. so did you actually yeah <laughs> so solid little buzz there i wanted to do <laughs> I, I, like, I roofied one of the jellos <laughs> i shuffled them and it's i will not know until it happens <laughs> yeah wouldn't that be great if only right yeah well if you like actually did eat flubber though all right. Why would you say that? Ew. Well, thanks a lot, <laughs> boys. Thanks a lot for five years. And thank five you, years. Gaia, for joining thanks, us for Flubber. You were at the recording of our very first podcast. I like the first, like, ten. Yeah. And then I stopped going. And then you're like, man, so they just... He really just repeats the same things here that he says to me like well, all day long. Well, I realized I would hang out with all of you guys and then you guys would tell me everything you would say on the podcast and I'd be like, hey, wait a minute. Are you guys I just like, like using me as an idea well, bouncing board to that see if I this like is to, good sounding out loud? I call conversations uh, like podcast practice. No, that's no, you don't call it that. That's what I would say to you. And I'd be like, are you doing podcast practice or are we having a conversation? And often mm. we weren't having a combo. 
Gotta save it for the pod. I love yeah. talking at people. Honestly, sometimes we're to get a, you know, you gotta do it live so you don't like rehearse it too much. It has to mm-hmm. feel natural. Well, I mean, I, if there's one thing that Nathan Fielder taught us, it's that you can never rehearse too Again. much. I, I do think that, sorry, little side note. I feel like the rehearsal blossomed because of the Nathan for You episode. When he keeps making her say you. I love you and he keeps again. saying again, again, yes. again. Smoker's I feel like that, you. that must have like I feel like that definitely like fueled I feel like it was a gateway drug for the rehearsal was that specific yeah. episode. Well the the best thing about the rehearsal is that it's like HBO was like, here, do whatever you want. Explore whatever insane thing you want. When he to every explore. time he's like that, I gotta build this bar and move it across the country with HBO's money. Like incredible. he just keeps saying with HBO's money. <laughs> it's it's truly one of the most incredible it, it, Nathan is just inventing new He's art. He's the perfect creature. The perfect specimen. Yeah, so would coming say, soon to a podcast near you is going you say to be a rehearsal episode. Your pretend daddy? Daddy? He's your pretend. No, no, I like to imagine I'm that giant 18-year-old he's carrying around <laughs> and spinning, and he has some coming. I'm like, I love you, Dad. That was- and he rips the vape. Oh my god. Yeah, he's outside. He's just like, I just keep realizing I'm like living with an 18-year-old man. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in, for watching, for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe, like, and comment, and let us know what you thought of Flubber, mm-hmm. parentheses, 1997. Um, and yeah, recommend the show. Visit our website, webottomike.net. Sign up for uh, all episodes delivered to your inbox, as well as becoming a donor. Thank you, beautiful donors, for donating. Uh, next week... I believe we are hitting the big one. What's the big one? Goodwill hunting. It's the time. namesake of this podcast series. Yes. The the Oscar moment for Mr. Robin and I just Williams. want to tell Flubber that it's it's not your fault. All right. Well, we gotta go. <laughs> we got a lot more flubber to flub. I gotta eat this flubber. So thank you, Gaia, for bringing us this incredible film. Thank you. Thank you. Guys. And uh, we'll see you. Watching. Oh, you should say hotly contested pod, but you got there first. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to do it. Everybody else wanted to get on this this flubber pod. This one, so you, this you one got was, first. yeah, this one was one of the the, the more sought after I would have sent sure. hate emails if you guys would have put anyone else on. Oh, I would have boycotted no, the pod. No, no one, so. no one. You Thank got you. an in. You got, yeah. you got the yeah. connect. Yeah, yeah so we do play. play favorites I actually only on married Hunter so I could come on the podcast and do yeah. flubbers. So we're actually getting a divorce <laughs> next week. If you guys want to attend, Drew's the it best was man the long at the con. divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Divorces should have best man. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.